two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming. Join me each and every week, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Bro. Bro. Bro, what's bro. going on, bro? Bro, don't don't pre-order, bro. Don't, don't pre-order, don't, bro. Don't pre-order, bro. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, is a weekly podcast that we go over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way. Um, this week... We have a lot of topics to talk about. We're going to talk about our experience at DCC that happened, which is now uh, branded as Guardian Con for next year. Um, we're also uh, going to be talking about the uh, possibility of maybe GTA 6 coming along, and we're going to talk about... Uh, oh, it's coming. Yeah, we're, we're talking it's about coming. the uh, the Sparrow League racing uh, that's coming out later this year. Uh, what else are we talking about? There's a bunch of other stuff. We're going to talk about Nuka World. You're going to, you're, you're going to tell us a little bit about Nuka World. Um, yeah, we're going to discuss uh, in depth uh, the beta a little bit of uh, Battlefield One. So lots, yep. lots of stuff, lots of stuff to talk about. But before we get into all that, I uh, just want to let everyone know that we are live right now on Facebook. So uh, like us on Facebook. Welcome, Facebook people. We're we're live. Um, we're live on Twitch. If you'd like to listen to us later, you can watch us uh, or listen to us on iTunes, and you can watch us on YouTube. So we have plenty of different outlets that you can watch us on. Uh, so. Yeah, so all those different places, um, and if you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, we, we do have stickers for sale. Uh, Generation X Gaming stickers, as you can see right there. It's the logo dead center of the screen. Um, they're very good quality stickers, and you can check those out in the shop below in the link when posted. All right, so let's talk about it. What have, uh, what have you been playing this last, uh, this last week? Well, considering I was in Orlando for most of the weekend... Uh, I, let's see. When I got back, I played uh, the Transformers Earth Wars because the new characters that they're going to release are now Ultra Magnus and Galvatron. Ooh. And today I watched the online stream of uh, the, the developers talking about the two characters, and they're pretty much OP. I mean, they they seem a little OP. So wait, wh how um, do you get those? You have to get the you have to, you have to be an alliance, correct? First of all, you got to be in an alliance. Right, so I got to be in a alliance. group. You got to be in a group that's going to be attacking all weekend. Uh, it starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. and it runs for the entire weekend up until Monday, 10 a.m. Uh, and then it's, it's the same time, the same thing it was before. You have to get to a certain level before you unlock the crystal, which gives you the robot. Um, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I get it this time. I actually put a ad out for a. Um, I need, I need a guild or not a guild. I need, I need an alliance. Right. And when I watched the online stream, there were some people spamming in chat about who needs a thing. And I, I looked up one of the guys that were in there, and it's actually a good crew. So I think I'm going to get Galvatron this weekend after I'm going to bust my ass. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, the game is getting a little harder. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out the special abilities of some of these robots. It's not just to throw the guys down and they rompy stomp. That's not the way it works. Right. You actually have to figure out what guys do what. Uh, I am having some issues trying to figure out why certain guys I can't upgrade. Like, I know when they reach, a, they upgrade in levels of 10. So once they reach 10, you upgrade them, and they can go from 11 to 20. And for some reason, I have a couple robots that won't let me upgrade them, and I can't figure out why. 
So I'm going to start sending out some uh, some spam messages to some people who play this game, and I'm probably going to look some stuff up online tonight. But uh, I still love the game. It's great. It's It's got a nice feel to it. Um, the animations are amazing. Uh, and uh, let's see. Besides that one, Destiny, of course. I've been doing my uh, Destiny rounds. I've changed factions with all three of my guys. So right. now they're on a different faction. Uh, I'm trying to get to level 25 now with each of them so I can get the uh, the item for that class <laughs> in that in that faction. I'm gonna run uh, some video. I'm gonna run some video while we're while you're talking about this stuff. That's fine. Uh, I also, after doing some research, found out that uh, there's no reason for you not to be spending glimmer constantly. I found a reason to spend glimmer. Um, if you buy weapon parts from the gunsmith, you can trade in the weapon parts for faction. And actually, uh, you get quite a bit of faction when you turn in weapon parts. So it's interesting. So I think what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to farm yellow guys and then with the bonus on for Glimmer. Right. And then just constantly buy weapon parts. And then like at the end of the week or the beginning of the new uh, reset, I'm just going to go to the whichever guy I want to level up. And I'm going to turn in modes of light, weapon parts, uh, heavy ammo synth. And, and just try to get that guy up as fast as possible. Uh, I didn't realize, I, I actually probably haven't spent enough time doing this, but I didn't realize you could do this. Like, I thought it was just like one do of these what, grinds. The... Just the way to get your faction up. That was just a grind fest. Like, just because you know, when you do a bounty and you turn in the, the, the patrol missions, it's like, it says that you get 12 points or 20 points. Right. Right. And it says to go up a level is 2,500 or 3,000. So you're like, I'm not, I can't play that game that right? So what you have to learn to do is, as you're doing the stuff that you like to do, you have to remember to pick the stuff up around you as you do it, as kind of like a, you know, as a busy work, even though it shouldn't be busy work now, it should be like a, a given, right? Right. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm on the Dreadnought and I'm killing guys for for um, for bounties, then I should be picking up the, the worm spore and I should be opening up the chest constantly. This way, when it, when it comes time for the reset, I've got a bunch of stuff I can turn in, and hopefully one of the items that I've been collecting is being used for that particular faction for that week. Because, you know, sometimes it changes. Sometimes right. it's relic iron. Sometimes it's spin metal. Uh, and so this collection of stuff now that I realize between heavy ammo synth, weapon parts, motes of light, and then actual um, the actual um, uh, resources like relic iron or spin metal right. can all go towards faction. So... I shouldn't be grinding to the end of the year, which I thought I was going to be doing. I should be able to knock this out probably like in a couple months. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I did. I, you know, what? there's not really like a an instruction manual for this kind of stuff. It's not like a like a a yeah, sheet you can called, like a reference called sheet YouTube. you can look at. It's called right. YouTube. You have to keep looking up everything else and right. remember it and keep track all that shit. It's it's it gets a little cumbersome, but it, it's it's the game's still fun. It's just it's the damn game is still fun. Um. I, I, I hit find... I hit uh, three thirty five, uh, like two nights ago. Uh, it was late. Uh, Lord Many came in. We were both doing the challenge of elders, and he got three thirty five. I got three thirty five. All in the same. It was it was very productive. Uh, I got the what is it called the final duty um, gun? I think it's called. It's a is, is it a gun? Please tell me it's a gun. It's a gun. It sounds like a joke. No, no, the, the final duty. It's a pulse rifle. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so that's right. That's a drop for me. Three, three, five. It's not a bad, not bad rolls on it. So it, it, it's pretty. Infuse that bitch. Just infuse it into something you love. I don't want to infuse anything right now because I want to test out the gun. I haven't, I haven't played with the gun at all, right? And okay. we're only twenty days 
Less than 20 days? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Less than 20 days isn't from the it, next isn't it crazy? from the next expansion. And Ooh. I know day one, as soon as you play, like a blue will drop. That'll be like 337, right? So then I can start infusing those things. So I'm not... Right. I'm not worried uh, about. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dismantle anything. Now I'm just casually uh, going to play the other characters and try to get them up to 335 before the the next content falls. But I was really excited. I was really excited that I made it to 335 and I didn't have to farm the fuck out of the raid. Okay, like I literally. Well, that's, that's, that's actually a good thing, right? Right, because right. And that, they, people were complaining that that's what you had to do in order to get it. Well. I like that I did that because back on Saint Order Rage's uh, Rage's Round Table, you know, I, I was talking to to Lono, I was talking to Dave, and I was talking to Webski. That I was like, I'm a big fan of this April update coming out because I want to hit 335 without doing the raid over and over and over and over. Right. So I did do the raid. Don't get me wrong. I did it because I wanted to play the game. Right. So I did it on normal. I beat it once on normal. I beat it once on hard, and then I beat Oryx multiple times, like two, three times. Um, never ever getting three three five. By the way, uh, or upgrade. I still have all those weapons that I've gotten. Um, just to do the challenges for uh, moments of triumph, right? So I didn't go back in there looking for this particular weapon or uh, a ghost. I literally got my ghost from the challenge of elders. I got some stuff from. I got some stuff from uh, what's it called? Um, Iron Banner. So I was super happy that I actually did what I set out to do. And make it to three three five without doing the raid over and over because I, I think that's a flaw in the game. If you have to do one thing, one thing for the whole time to get, you know, three three five. Because before April, there was people that did the raid, you know, fifty, hundred, hundred and fifty times. Okay, and they they still didn't get three three five, and they still had to do the exact same content over and over and over. And with this type of game, I really don't feel that it's necessary to do just that. Like, you could go Challenge of Elders. I should still be able to do a patrol and find a gun when a, when a boss comes out of one of those, those ships. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what the game should do going forward. We don't know. We're all speculating there. But I'm super stoked that I got the 335 by doing what I said I was going to do and not actually do the raid to get it. So I'm happy about that update that they did that I could get it. Well, it just shows, listen, you're going to repeat content anyway. The idea was that you're not hemmed into a corner, and that's all you have to do. Right. Is you have options. That's all I'm asking, right? Like, I don't want to go in and just be like, uh, I'm going to do the exact same thing over and over and over. I want, I want to be able to do patrols. I want to be able to do strikes. I want to be able to do Challenge of Elders. I want to do the Prison of Elders. I want to do whatever it takes, okay? Um, that's That's what I want. I want to do... I don't want to just do the raid or, you know, trials of Osiris. Well, it's, it's right. It's, it's easy to it's an easy fix because once again, all you really have to do is say that certain areas drop certain weapons. Right. So if Earth drops this and mm -hmm. the moon drops this and then and then within that loop pool, it's still possible to get those numbers. Right. It's still possible right. to get this suit of armor with that light level on it. So it's not like, well, maybe maybe I fucking can't stand Venus. I hate the fucking planet. I hate the Vex. Right. I don't want to go there no more. I can't can't stand looking at them anymore. That I still should be able to go someplace else and be able to still get the get those weapons or pieces of armor that maybe I need. Uh, I, I'm still a big fan of, of of like segregated armor sets where if I want to farm a specific planet that I'm looking for specific armor. I like that kind of thing because right. otherwise it's 
it just it boils down to a giant slot machine, and I don't think originally that's what was intended, but it is. It's just a giant slot machine, right? And going 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 forward, I I kind of I I kind of wish they would do the patrols and stuff like that. As far as let let a blue drop, okay, that's three three five. Now I know it's going to drop like that in the new content. But I'm talking about once the new content comes out, whatever the gun is or whenever the high level is, if it's 400, okay, there should be blues that are dropping randomly throughout the world, okay, that is a, a 400 or a 385, whatever the, whatever the max light is at the time. They should just be out there. I should be able to do a drop. I kill a dreg, okay, out in the middle of the a patrol. Oh, no, come on, man. That's, no, no, no. That's, that's a little crazy. No, no, no. What I'm saying is a very small, minute chance that something drops it. Engrams drop all the time, right? Right. So if you pick up that engram and then you turn that engram in, okay, there should be a possibility that it's going to be higher or as max light. That way you're just not going, like blowing through all the engrams, not looking at anything because you're just deleting everything, right? Because you don't care. It's just blues, greens and blues are garbage, right, for the most part. Unless you're a person that's like looking for a particular gun to run for PvP, right? Because those guns do matter. You can use whatever gun you want in Crucible and stuff like that. Yeah, but but you but you see the point. The, the discussion we had prior, like maybe this is a few more than a few shows ago, is that if a blue drop, that the the reason I I always thought that the blues would drop, besides the fact of inching up certain pieces of gear, that you'd be able to break it down and like take a perk off one and then use that to put on something else. Like that's the reason why you break them down. Right. You know, so you can like in terms of the reality of the game, like you would break down a gun and then learn that perk. Right, maybe like like you'd break it down, and one of the perks would be random, like right. you would learn, right? And then you need so many of them to put on another gun, just something else. Otherwise, because really, it's these things that they make up that it they're dead ends, right? You, just, you get blues for no reason. Really, there was no reason to get a blue except to get weapon parts, right? Because you found out later that you could use the weapon parts to turn in for faction, right? right. Like that kind of thing. Where beforehand it was just a dead end, right? And before the before the updates. It was just a dead end. It was like, we got blues, big deal. Turn them in. All, all that was really for was turn as many blues as you can, uh, and then I'll just go up a level with Vanguard. Or, or the, or the, uh, the, the oh my God, what the hell's his name? I hate him. Varix. Uh, not Varix, the, 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 the Engram guy. What the hell's his name? Oh, um, uh, Raul. Master Raul, yes. Yeah. Good Lord. So, see, Tally, Tally got a Monte Carlo from dropping and killing a crappy dreg on patrol. Beautiful. Yeah, but I'm still, I still believe that the rookies get the good guns because they're rookies. Monte Carlo is, a, is an exotic weapon. Like, there, there are still people out there that haven't seen guns. Yeah, but the Monte Carlo is an exotic weapon. She got it from killing a regular dreg. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Right? That's awesome. What That's I'm what I'm talking about. The rookies get it. The rookies get the crazy drops to keep them coming back. That's the rest true. of us who've been playing she, for two years she just said she got seen a gun. She got a party crasher. Like and the crucible drop, like seriously. Yeah, that's that's. I've like seen somebody, I've seen one party crasher. Up the belt. Right. It's like, Dad, can I get an exotic? Nope, nope, no son of mine's getting exotic <laughs> this week. You gotta earn your exotic. Like, right. Dad, we've been playing for two years. Can I get an exotic? <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let let a couple go by. Let a couple go by. Let some people get it. Make them feel special. <laughs> seriously, I've been playing two years and I gotten one party crasher. One party crasher, and that was year one party crasher. I don't even think I have a year two party crasher. So, I don't know. So, what else? What else have you been playing? What else have you been playing before we start going into depth into Destiny and stuff like that? 
All right. Well, the other game I've been playing is, well, it was released on Tuesday. So I played it immediately, which was the DLC for Fallout 4 Nuka World. Now, did you, did you get any capture I, I, footage? I haven't played. No, no, I haven't. No, I haven't captured any footage. Well, I, I sent some screenshots. Oh, well, okay. That, that, they're on the community site. I, I sent some screenshots of stuff I found. Um, I, I don't. Um, I haven't played enough to give it a full once over. Uh, but from what I've played so far, it's 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 solid. It doesn't have a lot of glitches. There's a few glitches that are in there, but they're not game right. breaking. But that's just Bethesda's way because there's a lot going on in these games. When you're when you're picking one of these things where different choices matter to different other points and how this affects this this group and this group affects this group, it's 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 a lot of work. So when you're tooling with that. It's it's pretty solid. Like the the some of the weapons I found, I haven't found any really like really special weapons except for the baseball bat with the jet engine on it. Right, like that's kind of new. But I haven't really found anything that stuck out for the DLC yet. Uh, the characters of the three clans that I'm introduced to, the story's decent. It's all about the raiders. Uh, how all how they're all insane, by the way. And I'm I'm having some um, moral difficulty deciding on what to do because I have to decide between raiders. Like between three groups of raiders, as opposed to right, right. the black and white of I'm a good guy, the raiders are bad guys. Now you just put me with all the crazies, and I have to pick the best crazy out of the three. So it's a little different now. Like I'm, I'm afraid to pick certain choices. I'm like, well, I wouldn't really side with those guys, but to me, I think I would rather side with the guys who are money hungry more than the guys who want to cut everybody's heads off with knives. Like that's like that's the that's your choice. Uh, do you want to be with the guys who like to rob people and just think about money, or do you want to be with the guys that they right, just right, like right. Up? So it's like that's <laughs> uh, those well, are my choices. Let's see, what do I want to do? Yeah, the the park is actually kind of humorous. Uh, there's still a lot of great setups that the guys have done, uh, the developers have done, where the the game itself tells the story. Like you find these little scenes, and those are the snapshots I've been taking. Like I see these scenes, I'm like, this is great, and I just uh, I snap a snapshot. But it's it's. It, I, I don't want to say if it's if it's Disney. I think it's either model. It's either modeled after Disney or it's modeled after Hershey Park. Okay, I think it's modeled more after Disney, even though the Nuka Cola theme makes it Hershey. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's only concentrated on like one item. Like we're all talking about Nuka Cola, right? So the the immediate relation would be like to Hershey Park because it's all about chocolate, right? But the way the worlds are. And the way that they talk about them, you're like, well, that's Disney, isn't it? That's kind of like Disney World, right? And so it's like a cross between the two. Uh, the map is pretty big. And I've only gone through, like, one section and a half currently. Like, I'm in, like, a uh, space area, the Tomorrowland area. And it's it's very confined. You're, you're under attack a lot. And I don't I think my guy is high enough level. I don't mean, like, high enough level as a number, but as in, like customized gear that I usually that usually put on people. Like, by the time you reach this point in the game, you're walking around as Jesus, right? You're, people can just right. shoot rockets at you and you're blocking them. Well, I'm not blocking a lot of this stuff. So it's like, I have to actually hide behind things and fire. I don't like to be like the super god guy doing a new section because then it takes the fun out of it. Like, I'm, if I'm going to just crush you in two seconds, what's the point of me playing it? Um, the, the the draw distance is great. Uh, the, it doesn't doesn't really slow down a lot. There's a lot on the screen considering how much crap is on in, in the in the world. I'm showing some uh, footage of uh, you playing, actually, the recorded footage uh, clip that you got. Oh, I did record something. Yeah. Hey, thank you, McAllen. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
anyway, um, I, I'm still looking. I'm still looking for like the weapons of the area. Like I, I haven't found any like things that are made for this world yet. Like I don't know yet. Um, the conversations between the guys are good. The story's good. It's pretty solid. Uh, they did a really nice job. I think this is the one they were worked on the longest. Right. It seems to me, I, I start to think about how they construct these things since it's been a year since the release of the game. And it's kind of like, it's almost kind of like they divide their team, they, they divide their people into teams and they say, okay, so you guys are going to work on this DLC. And then you guys are going to work on that DLC. And then when you guys are finished with that DLC, you're going to help these guys over here with that one. Because you can almost see the elements in the DLC as you play them. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like people's trademarks. Like I, I, I'm sure that everyone there doesn't think exactly the same. So when you run upon like a little scene of like a skeleton surrounded by items or uh, a room that's that's made a certain way and you're kind of staring at it and you're looking at what the story is for the room, mm -hmm. I kind of get a feel that like there's a guy doing this. There's a guy that does this, right? It's not just a bunch of stuff just thrown in a room telling a story. It's like somebody thought it up. You can see it. And then later on down the road, you, haven't, you don't see that guy's thing for a while. And then all of a sudden, the new DLC comes out. You start seeing it again. Like, oh, there's that thing again. Somebody made a scene with items and guys to tell a story. And it's almost like you can see that they do break up their guys into teams. That, that's why certain DLCs are really quick. You know, like the Automatron. You know, that was like a wham, bam, thank you, man. All that was was to, to get you to build robots right. to, for your settlements. But it was a fun it was a fun DLC. It was had like a 1950 retro feel to it. And then they went to the uh contraption thing to keep some people busy to right. you know while they thought up some stuff. And then they came up with Far Harbor. And now Far Harbor is this great story about, you know, the these these two, three clans that live on this island that had this horror film feel to it, which I thought was great. Uh they 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 do a really nice job immersing you in the story. Uh now we're going to Disney World or Hershey Park or whatever you want to call it, and it's just full blown wackaroo. Like you, you, you have to leave out the good, the good guy, bad guy uh, thing in your mind because you're surrounded by crazies the entire time. Right. So, so it's interesting. It's interesting how this way play out. Like I'm trying to get a feel for like how this one's going to play out. I, I'm lost. I'm lost completely how this one's going to play out. It's it is fun though. I'm going to so, burn some towers in this one. So I, they said this is like the last DLC coming out for Fallout, right? So, I mean, do you think we're only what a year out? Not even in one well, full year. In one full year, they gave us all these con all this content. Yeah, what, what do you? That's that's no no what no. What I'm saying like, is, are you disappointed that there's not going to be any more coming out? Well, you're always disappointed when when you like a when you like an IP and you really like are passionate about it and you like to ex you like to exist in that world. Like I love the Fallout universe. Uh, I'm not disappointed. It's just you, you you have to draw the line and you say that this is the end of our story for now, kids, and we'll see you next time. Like that's. That's what it is. Like if you you've played this game for a year, right? Like, right. What else do you want to do with it? Right. Like, right. And by the way, when the, when you finish this, and I'm I'm assuming it's probably gonna take me probably forty hours to finish it if I because I milk everything. Uh, you can continue playing the game. It's not like right. It's stop. now like I'm still building up towns and I'm still finding stuff. So I have a question. Okay, so now yeah. with all the DLCs that you have, um, can you go to Far Harbor anytime you want? Yes. Okay, so you can. It's just so you can explore. And then, how does that work? Because I don't, I don't have any of the DLC. I don't know. Um, how, so oh, how no, does it? How does it work? There's, there's a spot on the map. Okay. There's a spot on the map you click on. You fast travel to, and then it loads that portion of the game. Okay. And then you end up in the. You, you end up. So you don't the last see it on the map. Spot. You don't see it on the map. You just see the 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 fast travel spot of the map 
to go to the new DLC. Correct, because it's outside the borders of the map. Same with Nuka Cola, then the Nuka Cola world. You're okay. west. You're okay. west of you're west of Boston. On this okay, one. okay. Or, or south southwest. I got you. And then, so I'm trying to think now. As far as I know, you haven't played this game enough. Like the the new DLC. So while you're doing missions in the new DLC in the Nuka world, do they kind of mention any of kind of the old DLC? Like, do they tip their hat to Far Harbor or do they tip their hat to the new vault that you built? Do you know what I'm saying? Do they do anything like that that you found yet? It depends on which quest you have already done in the uh, in the original game. Like, I have this problem where I didn't finish some of the quests in the original game yet. So, like, coming over here, they might not mention certain things because I didn't do them yet. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking if you were to complete the the original game completely and then go in there, I'm sure they mention there's always some mention of something. They're they're really good at doing that. Bethesda's really good at like whatever you've done before, they kind of mention something later. Okay. It to, just to connect it all together. Uh I'll give one one teeny tiny little spoiler. Uh, and if you guys don't want to hear it, don't listen. Okay. Uh from the original Fallout 3 game, mm-hmm. okay. There was a crazy girl that lived in a town who was crazy about Nuka-Cola. If anyone remembers her, I don't remember exactly her name, uh, but... uh, I know who you're talking about. Right. She's like, she's crazy about Nuka-Cola. Yeah. Okay? So you're wandering around, and lo and behold, crazy's there. She's like, I spent all this time trying to get here. I love this place. And she's like all excited about being there, and I'm like... You're from Fallout 3. You're surrounded by people who are hacking off people's heads and like, what are you doing here? And of course, she gives you a quest. She's like, all oh, you need to help me find the the collection items. Right, because she's a collect. She's like basically she's a collector. She's a super uber collector of anything yeah. Nuka Cola. Nuka Cola. Yeah. Right. So you do a quest line for her, and I, I'm nowhere near done, but there's a quest line for her. Uh, but it, but I love the way Bethesda does that. They're they're very good at connecting their worlds, even though they're separate games. Right. So you know that it's kind of all intertwined. Okay, so I I I applaud it. I think it's great. Uh, I, I will definitely tell you next week if there's any massive bugs. I'll I will shit all over the game like I normally do if it has a problem. But as of right now, you have to remember how difficult it is to make a game like this, and so far so good. It's pretty solid. So do you think? Um... I mean, I mean, to Fallout, it's only one one little map compared to like a game like No Man's Sky, where one world is like ten times the size of what Fallout is. So, do you think? Right, right. right. So, do you th- like a small moon is like you know? Um, so, do you that's think that that's a space station? Take let's take let's take Fallout. Let's let's say the next Fallout or maybe the next Skyrim. Right? Do you think? Because of a game like No Man's Sky, now I'm not talking about making an infinite fucking universe, right? Because that's way too big and, and out of control. Okay, but do you think Fallout is going to take it to the next level, right? With the with the processing power of the new systems that are coming out, do you think they're going to take the map and really expand it so it's like I don't know, maybe like four times the size of what it is now, or do you think what they have now is just 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 fine? Ah. Uh... They have to do. They have to do a graphics upgrade because the most disappointing thing for this Fallout Four game, for most people who are big fans of the IP, are is they it did not get a graphics upgrade. That's still the same engine. It just look. It looks decent. It looks better. A little better. You know, but I'm fine with it's it. It's still. Sure. It's still the old system. It's still the old engine, right? So 
I think from at this, from this point, once we've discussed this before, that when the game was starting development and they were already like in the middle of it before the new systems came out, the new uh, hardware and the new engines were coming out, they were in the middle of a development cycle, so they didn't take advantage of it because they'd have to scrap what they did and start over again. So now, once this game is over and they're done with the DLCs, I'm, I'll probably be an old man by the time the next one comes out, but... That the next one, the engine will look amazing. That's just how it is. I mean, is. they have to get their miles out of the the old engine, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it they got their miles. It takes a lot of money to make an engine for the, you know does. what I mean? And then they license that engine out to other people so they can make money on it because uh, that's just what game companies do. Right. So, all right. So going forward, then, do you think so? You you answer the question about the graphics, but do you think that the maps will be bigger? Um. Or do you think the map the size that they have I don't, I don't, is just fine? I don't. I don't know if I, if I would say bigger. I would say probably the hardware will be able to handle draw distances better, so they might be able to pack more stuff into the map, as opposed to areas of big emptiness and then sections of stuff. That's kind of like their shortcut of getting out of not being with the engine, not being able to handle it. It's just a trick that developers use. If you ever noticed that right. there might be a big area of stuff. And then before you get to another area, there's like an empty area. It, 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 it's almost kind of like uh, Destiny in the smallest instance where you, where you have the transition zones. Right. Between, between like areas. The, like the doorways and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Well, like when you take your, your bike through that little narrow passageway, there's like nothing there. And then you go to an area where there's something. As opposed to the whole match just being clogged full of stuff because the Do hardware you, can't handle rendering at all. What would you rather have then? Would you rather have a bigger map or would you rather have the map size stay the same? But no load screens anywhere. Like, there's a lot of load screens in Fallout, right? Every time I, you go through a lots, door, lots of load, man. Right? No, I know, I understand that. But if they could, if they could take the load screens out, and you could just walk in and out of the houses every single time with no load screens, would you take that over a bigger map, or would you rather have a bigger map with the, still the load screens? I think with a game like 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 Skyrim, the Morrowind series, the like Fallout, Mass Effect. I think with those type of games, since it's a single-player game and it's an action RPG, I think that no load screens is better for the immersion of the game than a bigger map or or more things. Right. I, I I don't like to I don't like to be broken out of the world I'm in. That's why that's that's the reason why most of us are actually playing a lot of these games anyway, because you want to escape to this world. You want to exist there, right? So if I'm in Mass Effect and I'm I'm living the life of the of Shepard and and I'm on these planets and I'm exploring. The minute that I go inside this building to check out something evil might be in here. And then it's a 30 second load screen. And I'm like, and you're at the end of your seat. You're like, what? Oh, it, it, it removes you. It removes you from the world. So if, if, if they find ways of less load screens, I'm all in. I, that's the better way to do it. Less load screens. Less load screens. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I'd rather, I'd rather do that. Um, all right, real quick, let's just do a station. Uh, we're, this is Generation X Gaming, guys. Uh, I'm 30 and still gaming. This is Sarge McCluskey. Uh, Generation X Gaming is the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from this past week. Uh, we're live on Facebook right now. We're live on Twitch, uh, and you can always watch us later on YouTube and listen to us on iTunes. So, um, all right, so I didn't play I didn't play Fallout, but another game that I'm playing, I've been busy this past week, right? We were, we were at DCC. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. But let's let's talk about you played. Did you play the beta of Battlefield One? I, I know you did actually because we got in a squad together a little bit. Yes, I did. Okay, so I played Battlefield One. I've been I played a shit ton of it actually in the last two days. Right, it's only been out for two days, and I've got about I want to say nine to nine to 
11 hours in. Okay? okay. I'm like 20, level 21, 22. Jesus. Um, so, well, that's, that's not Somebody was thing. 40. Yeah, oh, yeah, Somebody yeah. Was yeah, 40. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, before you even played the game, what were your expectations of this beta not just because of the beta I'm not, let's not talk about the beta but let's talk about this game like what were your expectations about battlefield one because we talked about this a while back right we talked about this i think last year when they announced or earlier this year when they announced it was going to be war war one and we're like what the hell are you going to do in war war one because there's not enough guns and then they, then they did say later that the guns were a little bit updated to you know uh not as they history brought- they not, brought in guns that did exist, but they were not mass manufactured. Right. That, that's that's the right. easiest way I can say that for historical reference. Right. Like the guns that they use in game do exist. They were used during the war, but in very small actions, or like the gun was just made, or the gun was made near the end of the war. Right. Or, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Oh, all right. So my expectation originally was I was going to hate it because I think they, they went way too far back, right? If they had gone to World War II, that had been the case closed. You could have you could have rose your flag for the COD killer because COD went to the future and then Battlefield went back to its roots and made right. it with the new engine and kicked ass. Um, I, I have to say, as of right now, the gunplay is really good. Uh, I'm a little questioning on some of the hitboxes for some of the weapons, but of course it's still a beta, but it's not really just a beta because it's really close to being released. So, like, really what you see now is pretty much there. Right. Okay. So, the hitboxes are a little iffy on some of the weapons. I like the way they handle. I also like the way that it's not just if I see you and I start firing, I'm going to win. Okay. There's a little bit more to the skill in this game than it is for those other games. Uh, because of the type of gun you're using and the range it's good at and the number of bullets in the clip, because when you have to reload, you now are reloading right. a while. Like, I'm reloading, like, a crazy a crazy number of bullets in some of these guns. Uh, like, some of the submachine guns, it does have a clip, but there's some of those r- repeat rifles that I have to put in the five bullets in. I have to load all five bullets before I can fire. Right. And so... It's a little, it's it's a it's a whole other beast to learn. I think it's interesting, and I I actually like it better that way. I like it better that just because I have an MP5 and I saw you first, you're dead, right? Right? Because all I have to do is put the target on you, pull the trigger, and you're done. In this one, you start firing at somebody and they start juking around, and you only got the five shots. Your five shots got to count, right? Right? You gotta you gotta make sure you can aim. It's not just fire and forget. Well, so I'm not sure if that's gonna hurt them or help them in the long run. But as a, as a long time first person shooter, I am really into skill, right? As, as opposed to just firing and forgetting. Like I I I think that this one could be a winner. Uh, it's a little chaotic. And I think it's great that there is chaos. There's so much chaos on a battlefield that even though you think you're doing well, there's always someone behind you shooting you in the back. Right. Like, that's constant, right? So you have to run in groups. You have to work as a team. Um, I, say, I think I think the single-person tank that the French had is a little OP, as they would say. The single-player well, tank, yeah. Uh, yeah cur- but, Curious Cabbage, that that's a, a follower of mine, we played together, and... Every time he gets in a single player tank, he, the, the the one tank, the French tank, he's like, yeah. oh, 30, 30. They they gave me that tank. It's it's <laughs> over. He goes like thirty and zero. You know what I mean? Like thir- th- okay, or but, he might die once. Yeah, but okay. So there's a tank that you should be scared of, 
as it should be. But you should be scared of a tank. Yeah, right. No, there's there's other tanks that you that you should be scared of. The heavy tank is super scary because there's five guys in the tank. It's it's got two shotguns on it. It's got two freaking cannons, and then it's got the machine gun up front. It's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. I I just I I envision a full tank. And the guys are the right the right classes, like the guy who can repair the tank. Yep. And them doing a mucks like they did well, back in Bad, Bad Company too, so, right? So where, that, where you come in, you shoot up a bunch of things, and you run the hell out, and then you know what I'm saying? Like I I think that it, they captured it. They captured that moment again. I, I, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm in love with it yet, but like if this is just a taste of what the game actually is, I, I'm actually a little excited. I think I, they did I'm a good a, job. I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. This is my my new my new uh, interest. Okay, it doesn't sound as good as Destiny, right? Because this Destiny the Stripper uh, sounds good. Battlefield, I don't know what you call it. BF. It's my BF. Okay, I'm calling it BF one. My BF because I as soon as I started playing this, I was like, oh man, and especially because it's the desert. Now, come on, Sarge, remember Battlefield 1942? Okay, and you're playing the that, desert maps. You're playing if, the desert if, maps. And I was just like brought back to what fifteen years ago, thirteen to fifteen years ago when I was playing Battlefield nineteen forty two. I was like, "Oh, this feels so good! It feels so good." The guns are accurate, but yet they're not super accurate, right? You'll miss on certain things. There is bullet drop, but I don't think the bullet drop um, is very uh, they, accurate they, at the but moment they right need now. To put bullet drop in there. It just yeah. can't be wherever the cursor is. You you get the hit. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Right? No. So so. It, there is bullet drop. I know that because if you watch this video that's on there, I snipe a lot and I snipe long distances. I'm hitting people back, like back in the day, dude. I'm hitting like 400 meter shots, 500 meter shots. Uh, it's amazing. It really is. It's a good feeling. Um, I was a little weird. Like you can't, you didn't know how to figure out how to buy new weapons and stuff like that, uh, customization wise. Yeah, I, I don't understand that yet. I'm you, fine with it. You stole. You, you get these. War, once you go up a level, you get you get. Um, what is it called? War bonds. War bonds, right. You get war bonds. Uh, in the loadout screen, all you do is hit the Y button. It goes to the customization. Then you can click on, like, assault class, medic class, support class, or, or um, scout class. And then you unlock these weapons as you level up, right? Um, okay. I, I unlocked this great sniper rifle because the first sniper rifle you get, the, the you know, the scope is, is okay. It's decent. But the next one you get is like this wide open clear glass it's not like vignetting on the edges um so you can like really like tune in it's hard it's hard to uh to point down the barrel and try to find someone and hit them from such a distance last night though i figured out certain distance if they're 350 to 3 to 375 i got them 400 i'm starting to adjust again and then past 450 i hit somebody today it was amazing it was at 473 okay but you see that's that's the way the the first person shooter in military game should be it shouldn't just be i'm just firing the gun it's somebody who you get the gun you learn the gun you find the range and you tune it out and you tune right. it up like that's the way it's supposed to be right right like if this game does as well as they say it's going to do, and when I say they, I mean like the, the social community, then when they do the forty-two re-release, because you know they will, you know, you know they do will. You think they're going to do a forty-two release? Uh, I, if if World War One goes as well as they say it is, if you bring back nineteen forty-two with fully destructible environments, with the way we used to play back in the day, so absolutely right. Absolutely. Right. right. If they bring in Bad Company 2 full destructible environment into Battlefield 1942, oh that'd be that'd be amazing. Right. Right. Like, I, 
I don't think I, I, I think that uh, the only thing I, I found a little um, not so great was like the super weapon thing, like the blimp or the, the train. The train it, on this it, one, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to be a really deciding factor. No, no. You, you know, get it with three minutes left, and if you're the losing team, what I've seen, okay. You know, three it, minutes left, and the train. Don't get me wrong. It's devastating. Like it just wrecks everything in its path. Right, but, but when planes you, fly overhead. Yeah, but when you get the it, train's dead. But when you get it to the time limit that you have left. I have yet to see, and I've played a lot of games. I'm level 22 or 23. Okay, I have yet to see a game that the team that's losing get the train and make a comeback. They don't even break a dent into the actual uh, hit counters, the ticket counters. I've also, it's either 300 points, okay, or time limit, and I've never ever seen a team get more than like 209. I think was the highest uh, ticket counters I've seen uh, for okay. kills. So I don't know. Uh, the game to me though is amazing. My favorite class right now is sniper. I'm get you know me. I love sniping class. I'm starting to tune in on it a little bit better. Yes, it's a lone, it's a lone class, right? I team up with people. I try to spot things though. So yes, I'm playing by myself, but you'll see me spot every once in a while so but other think, people know where that's that... why it's a five man squad. I'm right, pretty sure right, that's right. why it's a five man squad, not a four man squad. Because right. if if you have the fifth man who decides he wants to be the sniper. Right. Right, he can be in a position where he's actually marking for the squad, and they can right. be in the in the shit. Right, like that's the way it's supposed to be. Whereas before, when you have a four man squad, and you're, you're trying to take a point, if if one of your guys is a sniper and only three and three guys are running up, you don't have you don't have the same power, right? right. Because if you have a, a medic and a and a heavy or support trooper, then you need to have the medic. You need to have the other guy. Right, you're missing a guy really to be effective. Last night, I had this amazing shot. Okay, we're playing rush mode. Did you record it? I did record it. I did, did record, record it. it. Is I, it on the community? I actually, I'm, 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 I'll bring it up on the community thing. Uh, this shot is absolutely amaze balls. Okay, amaze balls. Um, so what it is is they're going to dis, they're trying to disarm A on rush. I think it was like the first board or second board. Um, I forget exactly uh, what it was. Okay, but they were trying to get it, disarm it. I'm back up there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, let me line up the shot. Three is this, guys. Is this is this Rush or Conquest? This is on Rush. Okay. Okay, so they're trying to disarm. They're trying to disarm it. I'm trying to find the footage here if I can uh, on Xbox Live, on this PC, on Xbox Live. Um, yeah, so it's a three. It's it's so good. Let me let me let me bring it up. So they're all trying to get it. Here it is. Let me let me bring it up. It's amazing. I'm saying it's amazing, but it's a it's a hell of a shot, man. It's a hell of a shot. All right, watch this. Watch this. Uh, I'll bring it up. I think this is it. Oh, let me get the volume down. I, I don't see it. You didn't put it. Share the screen, buddy. Oh, you want me to? Yeah. Share the screen. It might slow down the the thing. Okay, right there, right there, it right there. Oh. Tell me that isn't amazing. Watch again. Watch again. Boom. Fucking two guys. I just missed. I just missed the third guy right there. You see him just escape. Right right there. That's the hit, baby. Right there. All three people lined up in a shot. Okay, I took Did the... Did you get two guys in one? I got, two I got... I hit three. I killed two. 
okay, instantaneously, the other guy ran away, and then I picked him off a little bit later, okay, it was amazing, okay, this right here is the moments that I love, here, I'll play the clip again for you guys, okay, just, let's watch it with the sound, let's, 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 let's listen, there's one guy, I hit him, right, I kill him, sit back up, line it up, boom, kill two guys, the third guy just escapes, and then that's, I pick it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's moments like this. I don't know if you remember the the um the the ads that used to run, right? I think it was during Battlefield Three, not Battlefield Four. They're like the Battlefield moments. Do you know what I mean? Like what happens in your in the moment when you play Battlefield? It's it was amazing. Okay, of course he recorded. It. Of course I recorded. It. It's always recorded. Let's go back to the tape, especially with something like that. It was amazing. Let's go back to the video. Yeah. Tape. So so I picked off that ass and I was like I was like let's go. I was like I was like that's amazing. And then there's another shot I did where the guy is literally 420, 420 meters away. Let me see if I have this one. But that's what I mean. It's it's. It's got that. I think it has that feel again. I'm I'm hoping that that's the way it is. If it has that feel again, like it did before, it's gonna do well. I, I want that gun. I want that gunplay. I want that gunplay. I already sent the emails out to the original crew. I'm waiting for them. I'm waiting to hear back. I would love to play with the original crew. I mean that. The, yeah, we, I sent out we, the emails for the original crew. We ran around in Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, like a weld oil machine. We're just following each other. Uh, if you if you could take us out of this game and put us in a real like SWAT team event, we're like walking around. We're like, all right, we got you clear. Everyone's got their positions. Everyone got their everyone's got their job. It's amazing. What's up, Echo? Nice meeting you at DCC, man. It was absolute pleasure meeting you at uh, at DCC. I'm glad you could uh, pop in into the show. Um, yeah, so I'm loving this game. I'm loving this game. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it. I was like, I, I don't think I'm gonna buy it right away. As soon as I put the beta in, I was like, okay. It's it's Battlefield 1942. Is it is it is it gonna be you're gonna pre-order, bro? I'm you're gonna pre-order, bro. I'm gonna pre-order, bro. You're gonna pre-order, bro. Gonna pre no, I'm not. I, I'm actually not gonna pre-order. I'm not gonna pre-order. I'll I'll pre-order it the day before it comes out. Uh, just if there's any bonuses or anything like that. Now let's let's talk about the little bit bad parts about this. Now, the worst part about this game right now is uh, one they got they got hit up by a hacker organization. I'm gonna butcher their what? name. Okay. What? Yesterday, on the very first day of the open beta, they got hit for 10 hours. They got DDoS attacked. Okay, EA got DDoS attacked by Poodle, Poodle Squad, I think it's called. I think, it, I think it's that, someone in chat maybe knows better. I know Dupless will probably look it up and, and, and find the information for me. I think it's, I think it's, Dup, uh, I think it's Poodle Squad. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Poodle Squad. Um, so they DDoSed the, the thing. But you know what? At this stage in the, in the game... Anytime anyone has problems with their servers or game goes down, Poodle Corp. Thank you very much, Fury. Poodle Corp. Um, anytime someone has a problem with anybody or anything, they're like, oh, we were hacked. We were DDoS attacked. I almost think it's a, it's a scapegoat now um, you know, for, for all this stuff. So they got DDoS attacked, but this doesn't really save them because it's horrible right now. And I know it's a beta, and this is why they do it. But in between matches, okay, there's like this bug in the game where at the end of one match and going to the next, now you don't even get to see your score. It looks like the map freezes. Uh, you was can't... that them or was that just no, the no? This is the this server. is the actual servers, right? So you actually can't do anything. If you hit a button, it takes super long to to get into the next game, and then it finally clicks in. 
Uh, sometimes the buttons don't work. Like it, it doesn't make sense why this is happening. I'm glad this is I'm glad this is a actual beta and they can maybe like fix it. Well, of course they're going to fix it. But I'm just like why is it so delayed? Uh, trying to start a game and get back in because there's some people get in the game right away, right? So the first game ends, the next game starts, and they're already running to the points, okay? Where the other team doesn't even get in for like three minutes. So when you come into the game, everything's already taken over, okay? Well, that's not, I'm sure that's not like a, that's not like a, a day one release game breaking thing that you have to patch. It's probably just something that's problem with the servers currently. That's right. All. So, okay. So Kingdom Tool says they fixed the button delay on the map thing. Did they? Cause I played earlier today and it was horrible. And that was around like one o'clock in the afternoon. So did they fix it after that King? Um, let me know. Um, anyway, these are small little bugs in the game that obviously that's what they're, they're testing for a problem that I have with this game. Okay. Is that I'm leveling up way too fucking fast. Don't panic. That's a beta dude. No, they do it on purpose. here's the thing. Okay. I remember the beta and alpha of Destiny, okay? And I was like, wow, Destiny only went up to level 8, and then they stopped you, right? You couldn't go up past level 8. But I hit level 8 within, like, a half hour or an hour, okay? And I was like, I'm going up way too fast in this. I hope they fix it. I hope they fix it. And everyone said, it's a beta. It won't be like that when the game comes out. And voila, Destiny was exactly the way it was in the beta. It was that fast. So I'm hoping that it's not that fast for for battlefield one okay but at the same time you shouldn't have a you shouldn't have a month one kernel you shouldn't have a, a, a two-day kernel you know what i'm saying right. right so like i put in 11 hours and i'm level 22 here's another thing curious cabbage who who's played the game as, as well okay he played it a complete day after me because i had the the code to get in early he played two games maybe three games and he was the one level below me i was 15 Okay, and he was almost 14. Okay, he played three matches because he was in a tank and he was just devastating everybody. Okay, and no one could kill him. And he was going like 36 and 0, 32 and 0, 41 and 0. And he was level 13, almost 14 within three matches. That's way too fast. Way too fast um, because you leveling up that fast, you leveling up that fast, you unlocking all the weapons that fast. This game needs to slow its roll down. Okay. You should be able to play, and it even tells you how many minutes. Like, if you level up, it'll tell you based on your points that you got, it'll say how many points that you have left over. It'll say, oh, it'll take you about 10 minutes. It'll take you about 10 minutes to level up this. This They need to slow that down because if it goes way too fast, um, people are going to drop this game super fast, okay, and then you're going to be stuck with the, the hardcore gamers. You know what I'm saying? They need to give it to something to... Maybe another thing they should do, and I know people are going to hate this for this, but this is just a, a theory they should do. They've never done this with any other game. But if let's say I'm an assault character, okay? When I'm an assault character, I should be able to go to one, two, whatever the top is. If I switch the scout, I'm leveling up again. So it's not a commutative uh, level up of your of your level, like level 40. It should be like... Uh, class leveling? Class, like leveling. class leveling. Yes, yes. It should be class leveling. Okay, that's my opinion, though. But that was that was like that in Battlefield Three. Was it in Battlefield Three like that? Well, overall, overall, you were still what level you were, but you were leveling up classes individually. Because remember, the unlocks for each class has happened only when you were playing that class. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they do do it, but I haven't seen it because I've been playing Scout and Medic, and I'm I'm level I'm the same level no matter where I pick. So they should do class leveling. I think in my in my in my opinion. So. Yeah, 
Mister, uh, that's what they said though. That's what they always say, and they always are wrong. Here, I'll I'll, I'll make examples. I'll, I'll make examples. I hope you're right because I want to be like that. I I believe that Destiny was going to do it when Destiny was in the beta. You leveled up super fast. They never fixed it. Battleborn, you leveled up fast. You never fixed it. Um, here you are, Overwatch. You leveled up fast. They never fixed it. Here we are, Battlefield One. You level up fast. I'm pretty sure the you're never going to fix it. I think that's the way it's going to be. The instant gratification might be winning. That might be the problem. Yeah, I don't know. People people have to see the little ding. Otherwise, they don't play, right? And the ding's a little too fast. I guess. Maybe there's maybe there's leveling. Maybe there is a leveling system. Like, there's the overall leveling system, and then there's the class leveling system. Maybe. Um, the overall system, though, that's what you would look at, right? That's like your light level uh, if you were, like, looking at anything else. So, I don't know. I hope they slow it down. Uh Maybe by like twenty five percent or or whatever. Because you got to give a, you got to give a reason to play. You got to give a reason to play. What was the uh, what was the um, the pre order uh, pack? What did it come with? Like, what's the reason why you want to get a pre order? I, I I think I don't the even issue know. I had with it. I, I had the know. issue I had with it is it says it comes with maps. I'm like, so I, I you have to get the deluxe edition and get the extra maps, or can everybody get the extra maps? Like, that's the part where I'm a little hazy on. They'll probably to, release trying... it at a later date. Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Or like you have to buy the map separately. I, I do not like the division. I do not. I don't like when they divide the community with a pre-order for map no map. Okay. It's it's just not right. It's just not right. Let me see if I have especially especially for a pre-order. I think I have some footage. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me rewind. I'll I'll bring some camera footage of a yeah. So what I really like about this game as well, going more into depth of this game. The weather changes constantly, right? I played. Yeah, I do like the dynamic weather. Yeah, the dynamic weather is pretty cool. There, there was times where I'm playing the map, and all of a sudden, you look in the distance, and you literally see a sandstorm flying across the map. Okay, not only do you see it flying across the map, but if you're dead, okay, if you're dead, and you see this map that's playing right now, like the overhead view, you can literally see the sandstorm coming across the map, which is pretty freaking cool. Okay, so they have the fog. A heavy fog can come in. A sandstorm, a bad sandstorm can come in. A mild sandstorm can come in. The winds pick up. You see the grains of sand like flying by you as you're like laying down on the ground. Uh, the graphics is just really impressive on the Xbox One. Um, I think they're actually a little bit better on the Xbox One than they are on the PlayStation. Now, now. Get the haters come out. I, I did play it on also on the PC, and holy shit, dude. I, when I played on the PC, I was like, do I really want this for Xbox One? Because, because the graphics are so gorgeous, okay? And it just feels good to have a mouse in your hand to play the game and snipe. But then again, I started playing, and man, is it sweaty in the PC universe. Like I haven't played a first-person PC game in a very long time. And I was just like, every time someone killed me, every time. Okay, I literally just started the game. Someone would come over and teabag me. And I was just like, really? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I literally just spawned in and you murdered me. Congratulations. You've teabagged someone that did nothing to you. Uh, congratulations. So, of course, I had to snipe him in the face and then teabag him again. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I do like the dynamic weather. The graphics, though, are so good on the PC. 
but of course I have to get it for Xbox One because of all my friends that get it. Uh, it's just a better, I think, a better experience. Uh, I would say it's still going to be sweaty. You're still going to get assholes no matter what that play. Well, there's a campaign, right? I heard there's a campaign. There is a campaign. We don't know much about it, which is good. I like not knowing anything about the game. Um, you know what that means? When there's a campaign, you don't know anything about it. It's short as fuck, and it doesn't matter. Right. That's that's right. That's what it means when they don't talk about a campaign. Well, then I also I also like that in this game. Um, you do feel like you're unstoppable in a tank, but at the same time, if you have the same, if you have the right people set up, you can take out a tank real fast, like real fast. Yeah, but from what I, from the way I'm watching the gameplay and the way I was playing it, it's not the same when you don't have a rocket launcher to shoot at a tank from a distance, and you have to toss a grenade in order to kill a tank. If a tank is constantly in motion, it's going to be very hard. People who are good with tanks, it's going to be very hard to kill a tank with grenades okay i'm just saying uh, i i know they gave i know they gave uh, armor piercing rounds i think the assault class to help kill some tanks or whatever else but as far as calling your buddy over i'm like dude i got a tank here someone come help me like you're waiting for a dude to come over with his little heavy bundle of grenades to come kill the tank and right. if he throws it and he misses you know it it's not like it's not like a rocket from a distance it's and you get the ass shot that's not right. what's going to happen in this game it's it's up close and dirty. Yeah, this well, game is this game is up close and dirty. Here's a tip for you guys: if you if you if you're you find yourself with a tank, you're confronted by a tank, jump on that shit. You jump on the roof of that shit and you start scurrying around and let them freak out because they don't know where you are, right? And they have no no idea what class you are. Yeah, so that's, that's the best thing so, about it. So you gotta, leave, you gotta leave that in the game. Eighty-five percent of the time, okay, the blueberry that's driving that tank is going to get out of that tank, okay? Which is idiotic, okay? We all know about the tank swap. So, so everybody knows about the old tank right. swap. So, if there's a guy, if there's a guy in the tank by himself and he gets out, get in the tank and blow his ass away or two, shoot his face when he comes out of the tank cuz he's looking for you and he's an idiot, okay? So, good 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 tip right there. Anytime you see a tank, just fucking run straight at it. Right, just run and and just run straight at it and yeah. jump on the roof. <laughs> Like a okay. Chinese fire drill. That's, <laughs> hey. that's, that's your that's your best defense. Right. That's 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 the way to survive a tank because the odds of you surviving in the open are slim to none. Okay. They're almost ninety percent not surviving if you're around him and you're not a class to qualify to kill him because you're a sniper class or a medic and you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Just jump on the roof of the tank. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah but see, they 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 put elements of the game in there for the war. But they need to put the elements in there and make it like part of the game, like for maybe for like the f first half of the board or whatever else. Like for instance, in this particular battle, they have horses. Okay, so in my mind, I think that the entire team should start on horses. Like you're just all charging. Like a charge? At each other. Oh, that would be. That'd... Yeah, like you're just charging at each that'd, other, that'd trying badass. to get to this one point, right? And then once that one point is taken. Then the rest open up, right? And then you can go to those points. You know what I mean, right? Instead of instead of it being five points, okay, and everybody's just running to one of the points, you have one point in the middle, and everyone starts on horseback, and everyone's just charging at each other. You're shooting, and you get the sabers, like the actual charge of the light brigade, and then you guys all just run for the middle and like clash, and then whoever takes over the point, it opens up the rest, right? And right. It doesn't matter who took it; just that one's now yours. 
and then the rest open up, and then the rest of you guys can start going. Just to give, like, an epic beginning of, like, the battle. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with, like, a tank run. Like, maybe you have a bunch of guys in tanks crossing the no-man's land. Right. And everyone just firing artillery. And, like, the same kind of thing. You go for a point, and then it opens up the rest. Just so you get a feel for, like, what it's like to be playing with 64 people all at the same time. Let, let me have them all together. Let's, let's put them all together and show what the graphics can do. Let's show what the engine can do. Make it just make it epic. Just to, just for the start. Like right. I, I want to see it. I want to just see it one time. It's like you, you got two horses. I got two horses. I can flank to the left. Like yeah, you got two horses. The, the uh, horse. I don't, I don't care. All it's it like, is. All it is. Um, you can either get in a jeep and go really fast to a fucking point. You get on a horse yeah. and go a little slower than the jeep, but faster yeah, than a tank. I like you know on the ho- It's like being in the movies, yeah, dude. Yeah. You're on the horse and you're shooting the rifle yeah. on the horse. Best is right? the, take the sword so out. Right, you got the you're riding the horse. You go full speed. You got your he's riding full speed. He's got to aim. He's like this with the horse. Got to right, shoot like right. Or he, he does that side thing with the rifle, like they do in the movies. Like, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. He's gonna charge him with the gun on the side. It's like it's like old school gangster. He's on right. a horse with a gun knocked to the side. So well, I'm not. You don't have to support my idea. You don't have to support it. <laughs> I just want to give me a reason why I got you horses. You don't have to support it. It's his opinion. So that's what he's saying. Um, yeah. So I like the sword. Here's the, here's the thing. One of my favorite things in any game. Okay, was the, was that no head head pops. No, there's the knife. When you played the Call of Duty game back in the day, the stabbing of the knife and the th- when you come behind someone and just stab him in the sternum was one of the most gratifying things right. like ever. Right. I think they've topped it in this one, right? You get behind somebody. What's that shovel? Well, <laughs> there's a shovel. There's like the 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 stick that you get, and you Ugh. just whack somebody on the back of the head with it, and you're, you just see their neck, and you hear that noise it makes, it's like, uh, and you're like, you're like, oh, it's so gross. World War One is up close and dirty. Yeah, yeah. That's it, just the way it is. It was amazing. That and the sword. When you come up on the horse and you just go, yeah, and you just like slice somebody. I could have sworn I saw like someone's head like fly off, but it was my imagination. You saw blood though. You you see a little, a little bit of blood like splatter out. Um, I I do notice that they give you the charge with the bayonet. You can actually charge with the bayonet. Yes, you, actually, I use it also to run faster around the map. Like you push down, you go, Aah! and the guy just starts like running full speed. But man, is it? <laughs> it's so good taking that bayonet and just stabbing someone, and then you see the camera turn and just like you're just like rubbing it in their face. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's another it's another great great thing to use in this game. Yeah, it's 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 one of my favorite things. So if you guys haven't played it, it's open beta. Go go play it. It's amazing. Um I don't know it. We're, we're, get it now. We're playing tonight we're gonna be playing WWE two K sixteen for a couple matches, and then we'll jump in the second half of the show. We'll jump in uh to more of Battlefield One. But we have a championship match tonight going on and then we have another battle royale to figure out who fights the new champion next week so that's that's basically all that's happening right with two matches um so what else okay uh what else the games that i play i didn't play batman this week i didn't play yeah but we're still on the what we're playing we're still on the what we're playing listen it's 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 going to be this is this is going to be crunch time now because with the release of the fallout 4 dlc dsx came out you have uh battlefield one is out. Uh, oh, Master of Orion for the PC came out, uh, and the hey. Rise of Iron comes out in 20 days. Yeah. It's like all this stuff is all like all at once, so it's like it's gonna bottleneck. Like Hold a lot on of people second. are already playing a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff's going on. 
Just letting you know, I just got an emergency alert. Uh, we have a tornado warning in my area. So if I abruptly end this call, uh, we will be taking shelter. So I'm just putting that out there uh, for the internet world. If you can see Sarge is uh, starting to stutter a little bit. That's because of uh, the storm that's outside right now. So uh, just giving you a heads up. We're going to continue until I hear otherwise. <clears throat> uh, we're going to the bathroom. This one right here. So, yeah, it's not a joke. There's a tornado warning. We just got the uh, warning on all our phones over here. So, I like how they do that now. Everything goes on your phone. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so... Um, all right, so what were we talking about? We're, we're talking about... Well, there, there's so many things coming out, like, right around this time. Like, a lot of came out, right? You have you got No Man's Sky. Right. I know there's still people still playing it. You got No Man's Sky, BF1 Beta. 62% of the population is still playing it. DS, DSX came out. You got uh, Master of Orion came out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out, like, right now, and then we're 20 days away from Rise of Iron. So, like, there's, like, a, just, a, just a bunch of stuff now. So now it's just sort of bottleneck a little bit. There's gonna be a lot of people playing a lot of different games. All right, so let's let's talk about the next game that's coming out from EA. Right, uh, we talked about it a little bit last week and the week before Titanfall Two. Okay, um, so uh, Titanfall Two is coming out, and I kind of want to plead with them. Right, I, I want them to be look EA. Okay, EA, take the game down and don't release it when you're going to release it. Release it oh, no, no way, dude. Release it. In like December, okay, for like Christmas holiday, because they're going up against, okay, in four week consecutives, you're playing the new Destinies coming out, okay, that's September twentieth, right. right? Right after that, you have Gears of War four, right? Okay, now I understand Gears of War four is only for Xbox, so that's fine. After that, you have Battlefield one, okay, right? Then you have Titanfall. Okay, Titanfall 2, and then right after that, you have the new Call of Duty. Okay? I, I just, don't think Titanfall has a chance, I'll I, be honest with you. I, I honestly don't. I, I think I think Titanfall, I know EA wants to get in that, that... They're trying to release it before Call of Duty because they want to take some of that player base away from Call of Duty to, to stop their sales because I, I know they figure that certain people only have a certain amount of money to spend... On certain amount of games, and they want to be first. They they're they're trying to make that game first, but uh, I I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I really don't. I don't think they can get a hold, um, because even if people buy Titanfall two, and I'm saying if hey if you're a Titanfall fan, by all means go play it. I play the tech beta. wasn't a big fan of it. wasn't a big fan of it. I thought it was I thought it was a bad uh, bad game. I, I really thought it was a bad game. I thought Titanfall one was a better game and it just never got the publicity and the credit that it got. And I think Titanfall two has a, a big climb ahead of it with all these games coming out because destiny fans, I don't know, man, destiny fans are not leaving destiny, right? Especially with the new DLC coming out, they're going to be sol rock solid with that game for a good month, two months, which is still in that window of Titanfall two. Okay. Then you have the gears fans that have been waiting for gears of war four, and that game is going to go fast, but then the PVP is going to kick in and then still, you have a month gap, right? And it's a week later than, than Destiny. And then you have Battlefield 1, a week before EA, uh, before Titanfall, right? For, for another EA game. And I just don't think, I just don't think they're going to do it. I just think whatever's left over from Destiny, uh, Gears of War, Battlefield's going to clean up, right? Battlefield is just going to clean up. 
Battlefield's not a game, though, that you can play. Some people love it, right, and still play it to this day. They still play it for like 400 days straight of, uh, of straight-up Battlefield, uh, Battlefield 4, okay? So it, Battlefield's going to be popular for the next month, month, two months, let's just say, on the, on the high, on the high, okay? Where's Titanfall well, coming in? Well, for the people for the people that play Destiny, though, you know, I, I, you have a good feeling about this. You know, you're going to burn through this content in like a month, right? Right, right, right. So after after the after the initial after the initial Destiny uh, content is burned out, all right, you're left with you're left with Battlefield, Call of Duty, and Titanfall. Okay, right, and so the COD players are going to be COD. Right, and so if if EA is releasing two games, I'm trying to figure out why they would release two games so close together with so much competition that that it fails. I I, I don't I th- know. Is is there a Titanfall? I I lost track after the last Titanfall. I know there was a good base of people that played it, but like big it, enough to put a dent in COD and Battlefield no, in the same month? No, I don't they think so. they it died off real fast because of the leveling progress. Right. Well, they made a better leveling system in this game, but I don't think the game plays there. I really don't. I really don't think the game plays there. Getting into the getting into the mechs, it just isn't like in Battlefield One when you're in a tank and you see a tank roll up on you, you're fucking afraid of that tank, right? You're like, oh my god, there's a tank there. I gotta establish something here. Okay, when you get in a Titan and someone comes at you, you're like, I'll, I'm gonna just get my secondary Titan gun and start shooting at this Titan, right? Like you're not afraid of it. You're just like whatever. Um, right. So I, I just think it's a bad move on EA's part. So I, I'm pleading with them. Look, if you want this game to make it, okay, just don't release it in between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. Just take it and go back in December. December, there's like nothing coming out, right? You could like dominate in December, right? The last time they came out, Titanfall was done by December, okay? So that's that's what I'm saying. And there's plenty of games out there that were done, right? Like Battleborn, it was a, was a, it's a good game. It just didn't make it, right? Because of the, the scenario that it, bad timing with Overwatch, right? Well, here you are, right? Here, here you are again. You have this game coming out. And it's a bad situation. It's just a bad situation. Yeah, we're gonna see. Uh, every, every, we we all pay attention to release dates. No one really cares about what happens. All you're waiting for is your next game to come out. Right. But in the way that the way that this this story is going to unfold, it doesn't look good for Titanfall Two. Right. It just doesn't. I think they're setting up themselves to fail. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Like sort of like movie studios. Uh, certain studios, movie studios, just make movies because they have the money and they have to make a movie right? Because the investors, you know what I'm saying? So it almost seems like the investors, whoever's in EA that invests in EA, uh, that they're just making this game just to make the game, right? It's, I don't really think it's a, you think that's what it is though? I don't know. That's the the game. Well, one, we didn't hear anything about it. Okay. We heard rumors of it and then all of a sudden it's out. Right. And then they put it in between. Uh, they're just trying to take, they're just trying to take some numbers away from call of duty. Right. The average person can only buy like three, four games a year. Okay, some people are saving their money up right now for Call of Duty, right? Right now they're waiting for Call of Duty, and then all of a sudden Battlefield and Titanfall come out, and someone's gonna go, "Oh man, that beta that I played really sold me. Maybe I want to get that game. Oh, I can't afford two games. Which game am I gonna buy?" So right, which I, one are you gonna get? I think they're gonna do it, and it might do a little dent in the Call of Duty market, but. Because I don't compare Battlefield and Call of Duty ever. They're not the same game. The desert that I'm running in in Battlefield is bigger than all of Call of Duty, right? The one map is they actually, bigger. They actually said that it's the biggest map they've ever made. Right. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of emptiness to it. Get, I get it, but the map is still there. Right. 
Right. The people in chat might not be saving their money for Call of Duty, but the uh, 20 million people that usually buy Call of Duty every single year, or 10 million people that buy it every single year, they're trying to break into that market, right? I haven't played Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2, so I'm good, okay? I'm loving Battlefield 1, and I'm, that's where my, my $60 is going to be going. Am I going to buy the DLC for $50? No. I didn't buy the $50 DLC from Star Wars, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, until that shit goes on sale, I'm not touching it. So, there's that. <clears throat> All right. So, that takes place, uh, that takes care of the Titanfall news. Let me see what other news that we got here. Um, real quick, let's talk about No Man's Sky, right? No Man's Sky, everyone's trying to get refunds. Okay, well, here's how refunds work, people. If you get it from Steam, uh, you only can play a game for two hours, less than two hours. If you put 40 hours into a game or 50 hours into a game and then say this game is shit, I want my money back, that's like eating a fucking pizza pie, okay, and saving one pepperoni left over from the pizza with a little bit of crust and then going back to the pizza place going, this pizza was disgusting. I hated it. I want my money back. All that means is you're a degenerate and you're a scumbag, okay? Because if you like something that much and you eat it or play it for that long and then you want your money back, I'm sorry. You're an asshole and you need to not get your money back, okay? Now, if you're a person that generally only played the game for like a half hour to two hours and are like, maybe even three, maybe even three. I'll, I'll even give you three hours. I'll give you, I'll give you the first, I'll give you the first day. Right. Well, first day you, you 20, can play. I'll give you 24 hours. Right. I'll give you one full day. So if you're, if you're a person that's played it 10 hours, I can see you maybe going, you know what? I really didn't like it. Even though 10 hours of gameplay is actually two more hours of gameplay than call of duty, any call of duty. Okay. Cause you can beat a campaign and everything and play every map in PVP and probably level up in eight hours. Okay. So that's more, that's more than that. Okay. So just don't do it. So there's people saying that the uh, PSN is giving, uh, they're not. There's very rare, rare occasions they're giving uh, uh, refunds back. Steam is not giving any refunds back. It actually says it on their statement. It says uh, the, the return policy uh, is just for No Man's Sky as it is for every other game in our system, which is two hours. There's no special get your money back for No Man's Sky sucking. Okay, so that's just it. People are, people are really saying it's a, it's a bad way. Uh, to do stuff. I say five hours too is way too short. I guess, but if you think about it, uh, dog, um, most games, you can finish a game, most games in like six to eight hours, right? So if, if you're playing five hours, I understand it's a sandbox game and it takes more than five hours to beat it, but a standard game, you can beat a standard game, uh, five to six hours or five to eight hours. So that's why they don't do that. That's why it's two. Most independent games, especially on Steam, when you pay for a $30 game or a $14 game, they're only three-hour games, right? And you're playing right. two-thirds of the game, and then you can ask for a refund. So that's the reason they're, and, they're doing and that. That's why, and that's why originally... There was no refunds at all. There's no refunds <laughs> right. on video games. Right. Yeah, but we've gotten, we've gotten to the point now, once again, we, this is where we are now. It's 2016. We've gotten to the point now, no matter how much I love a game... No, how much I've no, no no matter how much I've got a raging hard on for this game to come out. Like I want the game so badly, okay, that I can't wait twenty four hours, watch somebody play the game, see the footage, watch what's going on, see if the game plays good, and then make an educated make an educated decision. Right. Okay. It's not like it was before, and we'll repeat this over and over again. Don't pre order, bro. Yep. 
I'm gonna pre-order, dude. Don't pre-order, bro. I'm, I'm gonna don't pre-order. pre-order. I'm pre-ordering. I'm gonna pre-order. If you don't like something, don't buy it. I'm, I'm gonna pre-order. It's not like it's not like they're hiding it from you. It's not like they're hiding it from you. Right, right. Yeah. So, right. real quick, uh, Jellybean. I hope you're right. Look, I don't. I don't want games to fail. Right? Like I'm still playing No Man's Sky. I don't want. I, wanna, I, don't I want got guys to waste three years yeah, of their life. Yeah, I got. I got fifty. I got fifty. Fifty hours into uh, No Man's Sky. I like it. I don't care what anyone says. I, I'm enjoying myself with the game. So if you like Titanfall two and that's a game for you and you want to play it, great. If the if the if the gamers is is very loyal, fantastic. That's all you need. You just need constant players in your lobbies so you don't you know you're not looking for games when you play that game. So hopefully it's it stays and 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 goes. Uh, I, I hope you're absolutely right. I hope you're absolutely right about the Titanfall two. It's not a game for me. I don't like the small map type thing. I'm I like the squadrant base. Uh, shooter, first-person shooter type games. I'm really surprised. Um, if it was Destiny, okay. If it was just the PvP, I wouldn't be a I wouldn't be a fan of Destiny. But the PVE is what keeps me into Destiny. I'm not a big fan of the Crucible. I liked I liked Iron Banner because it's small maps and and stuff. When the game first originally came out, there was bigger maps with vehicles, and I really liked those. And they took those away from us because they weren't a big fan. Uh, because everyone is like a Call of Duty ish type of single player kill kill death ratio type thing. Uh, where Battlefield is not really about the kill death ratio; it's about taking the point, winning the game. I don't care if I go zero and twenty two, uh, as long as I get the win at the end of the day, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? So. Um, hey, listen, if they, if they put if they had put a score if they put scores on squads, like if you have a squad they that do. you have, that, 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 if they put scores on squads, then people would care more about the squad. They, they do. So in in that's a great the, great thing that you just said. In Battlefield One, they actually rate you. There's like you can make your own squad, so you can have like six, seven different squads, and then at the end of the match, it actually scores you. It says that your team had the most kills and you were first in kills or first in captures or first in uh, or you were third in destroying tanks so you're competing not only are you competing against the other team to win but now you're competing on what squad did the best right so here's even better right so now let's say cuz the Xbox party can hold up to 18 people right so technically you can have 15 people in your party in your group okay you can have three squads of 5 while you're playing the game and you can all have a competitive battle, like who's going to do a better, who who's going to be a better squad while you're playing the game. I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. <clears throat> all right, Jellybean, have a good one. <clears throat> pre-order bonus for the win. Wait, I don't even know what the pre-order uh, order bonus is for um, for anything. I really don't look it up. You know why? Because I never pre-order. I don't. I don't pre-order. Harry, what's the pre-order? You know, do you, do you know the details on that pre-order? Because I I couldn't find the the concrete. I couldn't find the concrete facts of what's coming after that pre-order for Battlefield One. You know what the pre-order is, Duplis? If you're playing, if you're playing in a squad with with us, okay. If we had 15 people in a squad, okay, uh, I guarantee I, you I, that's a that's a platoon actually. Well, no, 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 I know, I understand that, but three squadrons of, of of five each, with all the people that I play with that I used to play Battlefield Three and Battlefield Four with, the only people that communicate to tell you orders are the the leaders. And then everyone else just listens, and we actually play like an actual military. So, fifteen people won't be speaking. All you hear is uh, guy on the left, two on the right, one up the tank coming in. That's it. We're not we're not bantering back and forth. Get going, man. I like bologna. I really had a good bologna sandwich. Guy on the left. Hey, uh, <laughs> yo, there's a tank up front. I had some popcorn today. It gave me indigestion. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not talking like that. We actually play that. We actually play the game. Uh, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so that's the No Man's Sky. Some, some nights, some nights we would just go undefeated. Right, right, right. You, it would be, it would be like we we play a bunch of guys, we would win. We would play the same bunch of guys again, we win. Then they would all quit, or half of them would quit. New group of guys would come in. We would beat them. Then we beat them again. Then some of them would quit. And it was it was like that all night. It's like because there you, you can you can always tell you can always tell who's on mic and who's playing team who's team who's team who's playing team base. You can always tell always. Right. So G Snail says, Battlefield 1, you get five battle packs and access to some special stuff. Also, you get to play game three days early. Uh, if you pay $10 more, I think that's awesome. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> uh, yes, but battle packs is battle packs. Uh, there's not maps, though, right? There's no maps. That's what I'm concerned about. Thanks for that link. Uh, doesn't work. Doesn't work. <clears throat> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and another thing uh, for Battlefield 1. We're all over, but Battlefield 1's like a main topic tonight. Uh, fucking 64 people, man. 64 people on a map. It's amazing. Right, we're going to see how this works. It, it's working great so far. We're going to see how this Lots works. Lots of deaths. Yeah, but Lots that's, of deaths. That's an, open, that's an open desert area. We're, we're not, I'm talking about like a closed-in cityscape area. See, I don't know if you get... I don't, I don't know if you... You get an extra map. I don't know how it's gonna, that's going to work. I don't really don't know how that's going to work. All right. Yeah, I don't like don't like when they divide the community like that for pre-order. All right. So we we brought this up. We brought this up a couple of uh, months ago or a couple shows ago. I don't know if it's a couple months ago. Um, we said about remasters. We were talking about remasters, remasters. Um, we said that they were talking about making a Mass Effect trilogy remastered, right? And I was like, hey, I'm looking forward to that if they if they made it. Um, but now the actual trilogy, um, the CCO of EA came out and said there will not be a remaster of Mass Effect. So there you go. Uh, right, well, a little, a little disappointed, but good. Stop wasting time making remakes right, or, or, or trying right. to remaster. Go send those guys to make some new shit. Let's go. So that, that's that for that. Um, okay, so the next one, because we'll, we'll wait for Destiny. We're going to put Destiny all the way to the end of the show tonight because uh, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, this is a hypothetical question. This comes from a, a publication called Value Walk. They were talking about Grand Theft Auto 6. Okay, uh, so Grand Theft Auto 6, my question to you, Sarge, is one, do you think that they're going to announce, announce, not come out, announce within the next 12 months Grand Theft Auto 6, and if they do, do you think it'll come out by 2018? I don't think so. There might be there might be somebody who who makes up some story that that great GTA Seven's coming out, or whatever six, the next GTA six. is supposed to be, okay. But I, I I don't think I think that the the next things they're gonna be talking about would be the next Red Dead Redemption. There won't be any mention of GTA. You don't think so? No, because they're getting ready. They're, they're the rumor currently right now is they're getting ready to stop online GTA Five at, at the moment. The rumor is now that they're gonna they're gonna stop the they're gonna stop the server the servers. Right. Yeah. So when that happens, then I would start thinking about them making another GTA game, right? When they officially close down the server for GTA 5, which I think is weird. I'm not sure what the player base number is on GTA 5, it's but still it's still strong. fun as hell. You it's, want still, there. it's still strong. Right. So when they think about getting rid of that to do something else, then I would say yes. But I think it's going to all be about Red Dead Redemption. I think that's the next one's coming out. Um, I kind of agree. 20, 2018? I would think uh, giving me twelve month window is hard. 
I don't think you'll you will hear anything direct from from Rockstar about GTA Six, probably until next, probably not probably not until the beginning of 28, 2018, right? Like the beginning, right? Well, like there, it's already been. There's just too much. There's too much. When, when you did, look at the, it came out three years ago. It came out in two thousand. The development cycle. It came out in two thousand thirteen, right? And right, it's usually about five to seven years in between each one, right? So we're only three so far. I do yeah, believe. Throw, never mind. I don't know how many people got. I, I would have to know how many people are working for the company. But I, I'm pretty sure I, I watched the credits for that game. You know how many people make that fucking game? There's, there's a shit ton of people. Okay. Right. I watched all the credits for that game when I solved it. That's a lot of fucking people for that game. So to to make another game like that after a Red Dead Redemption, that's not going to be for a while. All right. Well, not going going while. into it, so here we are. Fast forward to 2020 or whenever the fucking game comes out. Where would you like to see Grand Theft Auto 6 take place? Do you would would you like to see it back in Miami, or would you like to see it uh, in a completely new destination? I kind of like the idea of GTA World that they keep mentioning. I, I was just going to say that, you, yeah. Where you can go from one city to the other, like that kind of thing. I like that idea. It's a little too big to wrap your head around, though, because the way the games are made, it's supposed to be a self-contained story of each region, right? This is what we're doing. This is the story for right. the region. This is what we're doing. Um, I don't think... Hmm. <sighs> Man. I was actually just going to say that, D-Snail. I was just going to say Canada. <laughs> you know, it, GTA doesn't do well when it's outside of America because everything in the game, the, the, the satire in the game, has everything to do with the ridiculousness of us, right? Right. You couldn't take all the stuff that we do in a GTA game and put it like in Tokyo or in Europe Without the people of the region who actually live there, be like, this is the most uh, abomination that you'd ever right, say right, about right. the country. We would never do any of these things, even though it's satirical. We know this, but like, as Americans, as Americans, we're completely okay with the ridiculousness that is GTA Five. But you couldn't do that same ridiculousness in a different country. It for some reason it loses the grit. There's no grittiness to it. Like you can't have it like GTA in like London. Like it's not going to have the same feel because they're not going to do that kind of stuff. They're, and I don't, I don't mean like the developers wouldn't do it. I mean just that you. It's unbelievable that they would actually do the things in that game. Like you, right. you wouldn't believe. Like I don't. There's no way that the English would do this. Would do that. Like I understand it's a video game, but no matter what GTA does, as long as you put it in America, like yeah, I, I know a guy did that. Yep, I've done that. You, like you can't, you can't put it in Canada because they'd be like, excuse me, sir, can you get out of the car? Can can you get out of the car? And, right, and they don't use guns. It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem right. It just doesn't seem right. right. It's 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 not going to fit. Like it would have to be. It would have to be someplace more gritty than America. And the only place I could think of more gritty than America would be like Thailand or like Hong Kong or like yeah, like Tokyo that or area. Like that. But like, but that it still would lose. It would lose its. It would lose its funk. There's too much history. All right. right? You've got you've got the Liberty City, Vice City. San Andreas. I mean, you have all these San Fierro. You have all this history. So, like, to make it someplace else completely, I don't think it would do as well. Especially since it's going to be in a five-year or six-year development cycle. I think you'd have to make sure that you sell tons of this game. Well, I think King Kingdom uh, has a 
maybe in England. I think England, uh, it would work. I think it would work in England because the last time they did have an England one, it did sell well, but that's the overhead view uh, way back when, right? And then they also, uh, did they try one? It didn't do that well. It didn't do that well. Well, that's before Grand Theft Auto like exploded until it became 3D, right? When it was, uh... So here's what I think is going to happen, right? I don't think we're getting a GTA 6, okay? I think we're getting a add-on to what we already have, which what you said is like a GTA online world, okay? I I think the next installment of this thing is going to be huge because it's not going to be called GTA 6. It's going to be called GTA Liberty City, GTA Vice City, and you're going to buy this DLC. You're going to download it into your into your machine, and you're going to be able to travel there right in the game that you already have okay just like they did just would be interesting just like they did with the the uh the old map where when you're doing that that drive um in the in the story mode where it's snowing you're in um i forget what the actual town is called but like you could actually fly a plane or drive a distance to get there i think that's the way they're going to do it i honestly think that's the way they're going to do it I don't think they're going to develop a whole fucking another game. We still haven't got DLC. There was there was proven record that they said that they've already made DLC for this game because the voice actors had jobs. Okay, the guys who did Michael and CJ and and Travis, they had work. They did voiceover work. Trevor, Trevor, thank you, not Travis. Uh, they they did voiceover work for this game, and we have yet to see any content come from it. Right. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, That'd be awesome if they if they did that. If it was more of a digital download to add on to what you already have as Grand Theft Auto Five, and maybe maybe the next game they come out with is not continue on to this. Maybe it is GTA uh, World, right? Where it's constantly then it goes into what we're talking about, where everything is combined and you pay DLC for the actual different regions. That'd be interesting. But but a lot of these games, what sells the game besides the actual gameplay is the story. If it's not a good story, it, it, it falls by the wayside. I know people don't think as much of the story as I do, but a lot of the AAA titles, the ones that do really well, are the ones that have a really good story. Right. Okay? It's just the way it is. I mean, Destiny gets away with it because of the fact that, you know, that, that gunplay is just something else. Uh, that and the fact that the Grimoire cards kind of milked you for like what a story was supposed to be, but it's it's still the three it's the three balls that they juggle. You know that's just how it is. It's is it is it going to be a game where you're going to be captivated by it? You can relate to the character. You put yourself in the character's shoes, and you're going to want to play that game right. for 40, 50, 60 hours. And 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 on top of it, is there enough content in the game to do that for 50, 60 hours? You know, without without doing mindless repetitive stuff like the repetitive stuff in GTA is the heists, right? Right. That's the repetitive stuff. Right. Otherwise, the story was insane, right? To keep to keep to put that story in place. Look, just anyone look at the credits for that game when you finish the game. Look at the credits. Look who is involved in that game. Yeah, it's right? it's ridiculous. That takes that takes a lot of time, man. That take uh, even the person who put that together. That is a lot of time. That is a lot of time. Right? Every game can't be that good. You know, every once in a while you're gonna have to release a turd. Now and then, let's be honest. You can't. 
don't can't know, man. be on fire can't be on fire forever they 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 their number one thing is story and their stories are amazing right yeah. i mean even though it's only what four heists like four bank heists that last bank heist which i still haven't completed to to full right i still need to do that we need to do that one one week after thursday night uh generation x gaming podcast here uh is i think if they added like 10 why didn't they add more though like why don't they add more because it takes time right they take they take pride in their work right so they're they not do. just they're not just throwing in like oh here's a uh 10 more dlc for for heists and you're like okay well the story right and you just blow through it just because it's content right everything they put in this game is like vetted and they they put like tender loving care into this thing like look look how long people have discussed the Mount Chiliad mystery. Right. That's been going on since Wait, the beginning. It's it, still going it's on. It's still going on, right. There's still going on. It is still there are still people looking for the jetpack. Well, now did you still. hear did you hear about the new theory, right? People are trying to blow up the dam to flood the city. Okay. <laughs> and, First of all, Everybody, calm down, okay? If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the game in the beginning, physics is not going to take over. Well, okay? there's people, and there's videos, and there's hundreds of people, thousands of people trying it. So they put explosives on the thing, and they're like, "Look, you can actually see the dam cracking." And I'm like, "What? There's mods out there. Just, just flood the city. Just flood the city." They are out there trying to do whatever. The the mount to me that 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 whole thing is self is self uh, promoting forever. That oh, mount yeah. chili mystery. You think you think the seventh the most seventh thing ever? Right. You think the seventh chest in the vault of glass is bad? The mount chili for for Grand Theft Auto and Bigfoot and everything else is amazing. Is absolutely amazing. So, <laughs> so all these all these things that happen in GTA, it's like it's amazing, right? Like. I really wish this is what I wish for this game. Okay, sort of like instances that happen. You are still talking about a game that doesn't exist yet, right? What do you mean? I, You're I, talking about GTA, whatever. No, no, I, I'm talking about GTA Five. I I wish they okay. made DLC where it finished the building in the middle of the town, right? The big city, the skyscraper that they're building. I wish they built that, finished it off, right? As like some DLC, okay? And then on top of that, open the goddamn casino. Look, I know you can make Vegas. I know you had craps and blackjack and all this other stuff in the other games with slot machines. Why haven't you put that in this game? I want to go to the casino. Where's the casino? Heist? I want listen. We've been I, waiting for that one forever. I, I want. I want the casino. And if I if I blow my millions of dollars playing a slot machine or whatever in the in the thing, let me do it. Right. Right. But if I could, if I win big, let me win big. Put the casino. Put the casino in there. Put the casino in there. So, all right, moving forward. Okay, so that's that's enough about we got we got about uh, a little less than thirty minutes left in the show. Uh, let's talk about Destiny and DCC, right? So, me and Sarge, we went to uh, Destiny Con, uh, which is now rebranded as Guardian Con for next year. Is it? Is yeah, it official. It's official. It's uh, it's going to be Guardian Con next year, uh, and it's not official yet, but they're talking about making it two days instead of one day okay so let's talk about it right so what was your impressions when we first got there like we pulled up right in front of the convention center well my first impression was was this is like, i first of all i didn't know i didn't know for for a fact that it was all done by the streamers hmm. like i i didn't know that it was all done by them i thought it right. had some by kind goth, of sponsorship by bro man like by k magic yeah i didn't know yeah. that 
And for someone doing this for the second year and as some well, kind of goof one to year, get no, a no, bunch no. of guys together. Right. Well, last year was it was at a bar, right? And it blew up. Last right? year was a meetup, a meetup, and right, it was a meetup. 400 people showed up and then 1000 people showed up and they only right. people showed up. Right. Right. So, right. knowing that, okay, and knowing this is only the second year that they're actually attempting this, I thought they did a great job. I mean, putting together something like this and it is something special out of nothing, okay? Right. right. Is is quite a feat. It's for one right? game. And it takes Right, it's for one game. Right. Right? The only bigger not game than mention, this is Minecraft. Not to mention that it went hand-in-hand hand with the benefit drive for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Right. And that was amazing as well. So, like, for, for, for it to be a community gathering that turned into a con, which turned into a donation drive, right. which turned into the most ridiculous thing ever, it was... It was amazing. Yep. I I didn't even realize how much they had they had actually raised until that until that day. Like I I thought that that the stream was doing well for the last three or four days. I had no idea it was doing that well. Oh yeah, no, they raised no they raised a total of five hundred and forty four thousand and some change, uh, total, um, with all the at least that's the last update that I heard. Five hundred and forty four thousand dollars, half a million dollars, over half a million dollars, uh, to the uh, for the kids. For, for St. Jude, which is absolutely amazing. So, and, and that's that's no corporate sponsorship at all. That's just community, right? That's community. That's community. That was doted. that was based on uh, I think fourteen or fifteen thousand uh, people that made a half a million dollars happen, and then uh, Bungie on top of that matched matched uh, their employees uh, for that last like two hour span on uh, Broman's charity stream at the very end of the charity stream. So, walking up to the, the building. I was like, oh, we got there. It was like 9, was it like 9.30, quarter to 10? Something like that. Right, and we, we got in. No, it was, yeah, yeah, it was like it was like 9.15, 9.30 when we got there. And we were just the regular regular uh, peons, right, I'll, I'll say. The regular folks that got in. We didn't have the VIP uh, shirts. Right? I pre-ordered my tickets just like K-Magic told me to because he said uh, shirts are not the ticket. I, I listen to when they speak. Um, so we showed up. And just to, remind, just, just to let you know, Kevin, if you're listening to this. Okay, or you listen to it later. Okay, they didn't even scan my ticket at the door. Okay, they didn't scan my ticket at the door. I was, I was like holding my tickets up, going, "Who wants to scan this? Who, who's got this?" Right? No, and no one did it. Right? So nobody did it. Uh, so you might want to look into that next year for people scanning in tickets. Um, there was a crazy amount of people outside. Crazy amount of people outside, and um, I forget. Doctor was it? Doctor Craze was his name, or Doctor Doctor. One, one of the streamers, one of the streamers, one, yeah. One of the one of the community guys that was a volunteer was outside and he was having a blast with people. He was standing up on the thing, he was screaming, he was trying to get the, the crowd into it and stuff like that. And there was two lines. There was the line of people that already had tickets, and then there was the people that didn't have tickets. And I looked at it and I went, wait a minute. Okay, no, it wasn't Dr. Lupo. Uh Dr. Lupo wasn't there. Um plus I know who Dr. Lupo is. He was on the show, I interviewed him. Uh so we looked at the line that didn't have tickets and we looked at the line that did have tickets. And I was like, um, there's more people that don't have tickets than there's people that had tickets. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? Right. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Then they turn, didn't they have to turn away? Like a lot of people, didn't they? They, they, I, I, they turned down 1600 people. That's insane. Yeah. 1600 people. Right. Someone said dead. Right. The, the community, the community by far, 
like if you just think about the community of this of this thing, right? The only other community that I can think of that is as big as this, but not like community funded because is Minecraft, right? Minecraft is the largest single game convention held, okay? Um, and then this one is like close second, okay? Because Blizz, BlizzCon is all, all of Blizzard games, right? That's like just holding a thing for World of Warcraft. I don't believe they have just a World of Warcraft uh, convention. I know they have BlizzCon and World of Warcraft is part of that. But for a game that's supposed to be dead, for a game that sucks so bad, for a game that just should have been dead, yet here we are, three guys and a community of thousands, okay, created this beast because all they wanted to do was do a meetup with Cathalion and Broman. And then they brought on Kevin with his expertise and they made this convention and they're going to blow it out of the water next year. Okay. So going in, okay, we, we, we got in, we got in a little early. We weren't supposed to, but we got in a little early. Okay. And the way it was set up is because of the convention. It wasn't actually a convention. It was a, an outdoor indoor. It was an indoor, but it was like, um, where they, they have like the rodeos or where they have the cattle, the fairgrounds, the fairgrounds and stuff like that. So it was really high ceilings, um, wide open. They already, Kevin already talked about it, that he was going to fix the audio next year and stuff like that. Um, but the audio was really hard to hear. Right. And that was like the biggest downfall. If you weren't sitting in those chairs and like in between those speakers, um, you was really hard to hear anything that was going on on stage. So they're going to fix that next year. Um, another cool part. They had a little arcade section, um, I want to request Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time next year. Okay, uh, that's all it could fit this year. Um, so they had what would you say about like seven, eight, eight arcade games there? Like like old classic, old like classic, old classic the old old school arcade. Yeah, yeah. Like they had the X Men. The we had the X Men. Uh, we played it. We beat it. It was like a raid. We ran, we ran through it like a strike. Okay, it was yeah, it, was, right. it, it, <laughs> it, it was fun. Um, uh, Mario Kart was there. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, they had a Mario Kart. Yep. Live sit-down version. Yep, they had yep. A, right. They had the full, full-fledged sit-down version of Mario Kart. They had a Sega Dreamcast cabinet, which Goth purchased afterwards and took it home. Um, so it's in his house now. Um, what else did they have? They had uh, Killer Instinct, uh, and I forget what other other. Yeah, yeah, I think there was like a Mortal Kombat there, I believe. Um, so they had an arcade. They had two two laser tag arenas. I think they could do a lot better with uh, the laser tag. And I'm not saying. Uh, Kevin and Broman and Goth, I think the laser tag people themselves could do better as far as like uh, making it red versus blue or, you know, like uh, Titans versus Hunters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. Uh, And even it would be fun if they had a a little bit of commentary where they had the streamers, the, the headline streamers, every once in a while go into the laser tag arena and they did commentary over the stream you know what i'm saying so they kept they put like an overlay so you're like watching it like you're watching an actual um uh crucible match on destiny like on stream it's just an overhead view and you see them running around and you see when people get knocked out and stuff it keeps score like a like a trials of osiris match or something like that like live i think that would be cool if they did something like that but the laser tag was fun i didn't get to play it because my knees are terrible and uh you had to scrunch behind a wall for most of the time and fight and I wasn't doing that unless I had a dive. Because when you put a gun in my hand, 
I automatically go into like military format where I start like running and diving and like sliding and like, you know, picking up barrels and like blocking people's guns with and then shooting. So I, I get way into it. So I didn't do any laser tag. Um, they had a uh, virtual, uh, not a virtual bus. They had a gaming bus there that had four PlayStations on there. The dude was an asshole. Uh, the guy that was running that bus was an asshole. Um, he wasn't running it correctly. Um, he didn't even have the right equipment there. Kevin said it on his stream. He was supposed to have four uh, PlayStations. He only brought two. So Broman had to toss one of his in, and then they broke it. So uh, that guy's that guy's done. But I think they need to to make that better next year because it was it was cool this year. The line was way too long for four PlayStations. They needed to have like a whole section, right, of just PlayStations or Xboxes or either or just pick one yeah yeah just, just pick like one whole, yeah right just no just no, no pick you don't have to pick one just pick it just yeah. fucking play and just like have a whole, a whole section, section each other because one what this does is um because there's a lot of people just standing around in the middle of nowhere doing nothing right they were just standing there looking around looking for someone or something to do or like you know they're like oh should i go play laser tag oh the laser tag line's too long Oh, should I go meet this uh, this streamer? No, that line's too long. So they just need to be a little bit more stuff there for people to do. Um, and I think the merchandise was nice for the small amount they had. I really think next year they should put um, a whole table for everyone's swag. And it would be responsible for just the streamers. So if you were a headliner streamer and you wanted some shirt sales or sticker sales or whatever, you would be responsible as the the streamer yourself to make sure that stuff gets there and then they have a whole swag table and they pay for it you know what i mean so that's what they sh they should do just yeah, so they have other stuff um for the most part it was it was amazing it, it was amazing uh you only talk to goth broman and tefty that, that was a well well-rounded thing there i it took me forever to try to find anybody because i felt a little awkward because i could meet these guys and talk to them at a separate time. So I, I kind of went in and just kind of looked at everything and how everything was going on. I really went in there as just a peon uh, to look around. Um, I think the streamers could have been, there were streamers that were signing autographs. There were streamers on stage, but then there was a couple of streamers out and about with the crowd. I think there could have been more streamers out and about with the crowd. It seemed like they were hiding for some reason. I know a lot of people have an anxiety um, and it's different when you talk to people on stream. And then when you meet them in person, you know what I mean? You can feel overwhelmed. So maybe a couple of them did, um, but you, I couldn't find a, a lot of them at, at, at certain times. Um, I did like I did like how Goth uh, King Athalian did the longest uh, selfie oh. line. <laughs> well, there's actually more. Instead of, instead, well, instead of instead of what he did was yeah, instead yeah. of having people come up to him and say, "Hey, take a picture with me," he actually just had everyone hold up their phone and he just he just started standing behind each of them smile next guy smile next guy next. right and he just right. he himself he the same face down the line the same face instead of right instead of instead of them coming to him he just went down the line which was great because right. like a couple hundred people got their, their picture taken yeah the selfie train was hilarious now he looked it up someone actually looked it up on his stream and told him uh he said there's got to be a record for for most selfies in one spot and i think it was like 400 in one minute or 200 in one minute and he didn't come close to that. So he's like, maybe well, we'll do it next year. We were, that's because, yeah, that's because we were kidding around. We didn't know there yeah. was a world record yeah, yeah. for selfies. He, he said, okay. he, he said, he said, maybe next year we'll, we'll go for the actual record. And we'll call Guinness up and try to break it like at the con. Right. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Cause it'd be more publicity well, right there and right there. Oh, well, 
but better yet, never mind just him doing it. Just have the top five streamers all do it at the same time. Right, just right? keep they walking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's five people who did 400 in it. Right, right, right. <laughs> just, that would be insane. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you guys have never met Gathalion or Broman, I have met them on multiple occasions now uh, because I'm lucky enough to live in Orlando. And when they do their meetups in Tampa, I've, I've socialized with them. They are the most down-to-earth people that you could find. Same with Kevin. Um, they're super cool. They, I know people, they think they're assholes or whatever. They get big heads. No. They're exactly how you see them on stream. Um, they love everybody. They take the time. I mean, Gathalian didn't have to take a picture with all those people. He was busy, and he had to go, and he's like, I don't want to leave any of these people like down. So he literally did that 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 selfie train and like ran ran through it. That to me is awesome, awesome. Right? Because when people come from literally all over the world to see you, now I'm a little skewed because I'm a streamer myself and I do get to meet these people. Um, there was people I wanted to meet that I didn't get to meet. You know, I didn't get to meet Tefty in person, but I interviewed him on Monday on the Rages Round Table. I told him I was like, man, I really wanted to meet you because I really love his podcast, right? Um, which goes on like now. It's the same t same day as ours. Um, so I I I missed those opportunities, um, but th those guys are just amazing, absolutely amazing. I try to put myself because when we were sitting down watching the po the podcast panel and the app developer panel, there was kids sitting behind us. And I could hear them talking to their mom, right? They're like, they're like, oh my god, I got Miss Team KK's autograph, and I got, you know, I got, right. I got it's, Shifty Five's autograph, and right. to 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 me, it's just another person, right? Because I'm a streamer, and I don't feel like I'm special. To this ten year old kid, right? It was like the world to them, right? Right. Like they were I meeting, like about that. they were meeting, like George Clooney, or they were meeting, like some superstar celebrity, and. I thought that was amazing. Even grown adults were like, oh, my God. Like, um, Husky Paladin, man. He's in, he's in chat right now. He met me. He's like, it's like 30. I'm like, who are you? Because they know me because they see my face, right? And if you didn't see the name tag right away, you're like, who? what's going on? So it was nice. It was great meeting Husky. Uh, we saw Echo Doctrine right there. We saw uh, uh, Brainchild. Him and his wife were absolutely amazing. We, had, we went to dinner afterwards and stuff like that just meeting these people we had the longest conversations it was it was absolutely a blast right i signed an autograph for god's sakes me i signed an autograph right cody cody bedrock goes 30 can i have your autograph i'm like uh yeah sure i actually had to think about like how to sign 30 and still gaming because i've never <laughs> signed it before and i was like do i sign my name do i sign 30 and still gaming i was like confused i didn't know what to do so absolute blast um Next year, supposedly, is supposed to be a two-day event. It's supposed to be um, in July. And here's the bad news. It might be the week that me and Sarge can't go because we might be in New York because one of our cousins is getting married. So hopefully they don't pick that weekend, which is also Sarge's birthday. So, Oh, man. That's going to be a busy week. So here's the thing. Gonna need a wheelchair. This this year, starting from like the day after I came back from DCC to the next DCC, I'm striving to be one of those content creators that people get to meet, like a headliner. I want to help on the charity stream. I want to be on one of the podcast panels because God knows I love podcasting and I can talk a shit ton about it. Okay, so yeah, that's right, me. So. I would love to be a part of that. And if I happen to miss it next year because it's on the dates, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to miss my cousin's wedding. 
<laughs> so, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's oh, man, my goal. That's Seriously, that's my, my my goal. Either I'll show up, do the panel, and then fly on a plane, and then get my ass to the to the to the wedding up in New York. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. So uh, we got nine minutes left. Um, going forward, they were in in December, right? Rise of Iron's coming out. It's right around the corner. Nineteen days. Nineteen days. Right. So we can we can complain about something else that they do wrong. Um, so nineteen days for Rise of Iron, and then in December they're coming out with uh, Sparrow League Racing again. I've said it in the past. I say it again. But what do you think? Do you think once it releases, do you think they'll bring I, it back I, every I, single I, month, or do you think it'll, it'll be gonna, a, I, it'll, it'll stay here constantly? Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. I knew what you were gonna say. Sparrow League Racing should be a monthly thing, just like Rise of, just like uh, Iron Banner. Right, right. It should be one week. It, it, we talked about this before. It should, every week should be something. Some special event. Every right. Every week should be something. Okay. And maybe have one week, one week of whatever of like right. time off to do whatever. Right. Because because then you feel like you you got too much on your plate. I've got too right. much on my plate for Destiny. I'm busy this week. I can't do uh, trials. So. Going out there, if you guys uh, have, have watched this long, if you have any questions, uh, please uh, put them up in Gener Generation X Gaming's Twitter account. Okay, it's gen underscore x underscore gaming. Um, or you could ask in chat, but I appreciate if you do it on Twitter because if you put it in Twitter, then other people can like it. It spreads the word about our podcast and more eyeballs come to us every single week. So I really appreciate it. Um, so if you have any questions, you can either ask it in the actual channel or you can ask it in the Twitter account. Uh, we'll, we have uh, eight more minutes left in this in the show. So um, if you're just joining us, we do this every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, right after the show, we're going to take about a 20-minute break, and then we're going to come back live. It'll be about 10.30ish, um, and then we're going to play some uh, WWE 2K16. We're playing two matches. It's Optimus Prime versus Barack Obama. You're not going to see it anywhere else but here, folks. Okay. Optimus Prime versus Barack Obama for the championship. Whoever wins that, okay, gets to defend his title over whoever wins the six-man battle royale next week. And we just keep doing this over and over to see who, who, who wins. Okay. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Hit that follow button if you haven't hit that follow button. We do this every single week here on 30 and Still Gaming. Um, also, you can catch me on another podcast on Mondays called the Rages Round Table at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, so, okay, so G-Snail says in chat, what do you guys think that uh, Alien Signal and the news about uh, the new Nintendo? So there is an Alien Signal that was actually talked about on the No. Okay, uh, I forget where it was. Um, they, they hear a signal coming out, okay, and they think there's actually alien life. So someone's trying to communicate to us from not earth okay so what do you think about that sarge do you think that's possible i i don't i don't know if this is true or not because they get a lot of times i hear the kind of these kind of stories and like they tell you it's a signal but they have have they said what kind of signal is it i i don't what know kind of I, I, I don't know personally is it, it's like it, it's like it, beeping it, i think is it, is it, right is it like a sequential beeping numbers is it is something that has a pattern to it can our guys from nasa figure it out like just to tell me that you heard a signal from space could be anything could be anything. 94 you know, I, light years away. I, I know what it is, G-Snail. I know what it is. It's Hello Games trying to communicate with us through... From, from the future. <laughs> from the future. From the future. They try to right. send a signal out telling us not to buy the game because it's not completed yet for multiplayer. 
and they put and the signal. And it's only a week late. Yeah. And it's only a week it's late. Only a Look week at that. Late. 94, it's, it's, 94 it's light years pretty away. Good. It's only a week late. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and as far as the new Nintendo, um, I'm not excited or disappointed yet. I'd I like to see more information about it. Right. And uh, yeah. I'd like to actually see what kind of graphics and games they come out with. Because if they're coming out with the same games, the same four games, then uh, then I'm not interested. Because Nintendo's mostly made for younger generation uh and they took my generation and shit on it and pushed it off to the side because uh, they don't care about the adults anymore so that's what i think about the nintendo system sarge <laughs> it's gonna be awesome we're gonna put games on cartridges and you're gonna be able to carry your system around everywhere you go <laughs> 1984 I don't, 86 the, the information that i've received so far is is it's gonna be a nintendo system that you're going to be able to turn around wherever with you. Like, instead right, of having, a, like, a, well, it's a Game Boy. System, right, it's a Game Boy, though. Right, you're, it's going to be it's a, a full really, system that's right, full small system. enough for me. I could, I could take it wherever I want to go. Like, I'm going to right. go with this dude's house. We're going to play it in Axe. You know, like, I don't know how that's going to work, right? I know I don't want to hear nothing about it because they're all nuts still. They're still, the, the guys at Nintendo are still crazy as far as I'm concerned. All right, once they have their dog in bed right, and they have fed it, okay, then show it to me. But until then, it's just this mess of stuff that they're doing over there. Right. And they've all drank the Kool-Aid, and they're out of their minds over there. If you don't believe that the Nintendo has lost their minds. They've lost their minds. Just, they've lost their minds. They've lost touch with their, with their player base. They've lost touch with everything. You know, they can't compete with PlayStation and Xbox, so they, they invented their own market that they're going to make. Like, I don't understand what they're trying to do, right? So if you're going to come out and tell me you got a new system, that's great. Show me the system. Show me what the hardware is. Show me the games that go along with it. And let's see if you got something here. Otherwise than that, I'm just here, just static. Right. As far as I'm concerned, maybe that's the signal from outer space. Maybe it's Nintendo. Maybe it's them speaking. I right. don't know. Um, the, I don't know. As far as, if it, if it was true, G-Snail, it would be all over the news sites that I, I get all my information from. And if it was on NBC... Maybe they're just kind of speculating, or maybe they're like running it like old news to them. Like right? we already know about it because they're. I have no information about what the system, besides of everything we've talked about for the last like month, two months on this show, about it. So, uh, yeah, please make something good, Nintendo. Please make something good. <clears throat> All right. So if no one's going to ask any more questions, we'll probably just end a little bit early. Like I said. Um, we're here every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you like what you see, please hit that follow button. Please like us on Facebook. This is live on Facebook as well. Um, comment, leave, leave reviews on the iTunes site. G Snail left a review. He's my first reviewer. Thanks for your review, G Snail. And your sticker will be going out soon. Okay? Not because of the review, because you found us like Where's Waldo while we were at DCC. So make sure you guys, if you guys like stickers, you can get this, this logo right here, right in the dead center of the screen and in my hand. Uh, they're very good quality stickers, um, nice vinyl. Uh, you can get those, and every time someone buys an actual sticker for Generation X Gaming, that actual money goes towards this podcast. So like if Sarge's mic breaks or something goes wrong, that money helps us with this, with this show. Um, so I appreciate it there. Um, what else? Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming across everything uh, on Twitch, on YouTube, on, uh, on, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, I'm all over the place, all over the place. 
Um, I can sign your sticker. It was already signed for you, so don't worry. It's 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 signed and ready ready for to get delivered uh, for you. So don't worry about that. Um, so uh, yeah, that's it, guys. I really appreciate every single person that's come out uh, this week. Uh, if it was on iTunes, if it was watching it on YouTube, um, these will go up later in the week. So if you want to watch this live, come here on Thursday nights. If you want to watch it after the fact, uh, it'll be posted on like Friday and Saturday. Uh, usually the YouTube goes up on Fridays and the iTunes goes up on Saturdays. So really appreciate everyone. Stay tuned. In about 30 minutes, we'll be back live right right here on this channel uh, for some WWE 2K16 wrestling. It's a good time. Uh, so for me and from Sarge, take care, guys, uh, and have a wonderful night. Later. See you next week. You. Thank you.